This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Modern Superior. Hello, welcome to episode 302 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, February 6th, 2018. My name is Dan Gorman. And I didn't write down a quote this week. <laughs> oh, good. That's Which is kind of like an anti-quote. That's yeah. I remember yeah. it. That you yeah. did that. Didn't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. My name is Casey Lyons, and without third wheels, tricycles would be bicycles. Who ever heard of a bicycle? <laughs> my name is Greg Legro, and there are wind chimes where my ding-dong should be. <laughs> Oh, we have tons. Now, that's not a quote so much as a medical fact. (laughs) (laughs) We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. uh, We have a film in Film Roulette called Toxic Shark, uh, Winner's Choice (laughs) Selection, a Punishment Album, and more. We have lots of things to talk about off the top. If you'd like to email us anything, you can email us it at info at modernsuperior.com. Uh, you can go to iTunes and wait, and wait, and then rate and review us. <laughs> and you can. Dan's going to be doing the whole show in his baby voice. Yeah, you go can and wait, wait and, and review us. us. <laughs> uh, ModernSuperior.com is where you can find our show, amongst others, such as A Frame Apart, uh, Death Watch, um, After All, and more. And you can go on YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And we are S. S-Y-N-W-P-C on all of those. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm fucking up the show from the top. Yeah, no, listen, you're doing great. I know. Keep going. We have three so audio good. tracks for the first time. That's that's why. <laughs> Dave can't stop looking at audio I got to make sure that it's going right. Yeah. Oh, it's going, baby. <laughs> yeah, why not? We're, we're a mess down here already. Yeah. <laughs> There's a baby coming to visit oh, us. Oh, baby's Just coming to visit. business as usual. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, whose baby is that? I don't know. <laughs> well, we have lots of stuff to talk about. 
There was lots of trailers. Did we decide what we were doing with those trailers? The Are trailers they going to be, be in the behind the Patreon yeah. wall? If you want to mm. hear us talk about the big game trailers, mm-hmm. the old Super Bowl trailers, you're going to have to go and on one the Patreon. Very important trailer. Yeah, mm. and it, a dumb story. Yeah, and a yeah. dumb story. Dumb people. Mm-hmm. A dumb story about dumb people for dumb people <laughs> by dumb people. <laughs> it's the best of all worlds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Patreon, you're going to want to donate. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be on the show? Yeah. My daughter (laughs) has come down to visit. (laughs) All right. Well, we have lots of stuff before uh, we get to our film roulette. We do have all the movie news and things that we've been watching. As we mentioned, the trailers will be in the Patreon. Trailer reviews in the Patreon section behind the Patreon wall. Yeah. So there's stuff here, too. Yeah, there is some stuff. And I wrote down some things to talk about. Okay. Some brand new news. Mm. Um, Let me just open up the old apparoonie here. (laughs) Um, So in the news today, we got uh, the Game of Thrones creators to write and produce new series of Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, so I guess it is... You made is... that sound like you got them to do it. Yeah. I got them to do this. <laughs> I, I made a couple calls. Yep. I said, guys, it'd be a real hoot. I, I, said, I wrote a freaking email. Yeah. <laughs> I said, David, DB, come on. Oh, hey, caps. guys, I'm Italian. Why not do it? Yeah. Um, so they're going to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films for the company, which are separate from both the episodic Skywalker saga and the previously announced trilogy in development from Ryan Johnson. So now there are two trilogies. My question is, are no, they... There's going to be three. There's going to be a trilogy of trilogies. Trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> Thrice-logy. Yeah. That's unnecessary. Yeah. Trilogy already means three. Mm. Um, yeah. I kind of heard this news and and not any shade to be thrown at Game of Thrones, which, as far as I know, is a very quality program and I people like really like it. Yeah. But I saw this news and was just like, cool, I guess, but I'm waiting for, like, when are they going to do, like, some really, really interesting fucking... You know, handing this off to somebody when really are they interesting. Let Werner Herzog <laughs> yeah. make a Star Wars. Well, when are we going to get a woman to direct a Star Wars movie? When yeah. are we going to get more people of color directing Star well, Wars perhaps movies? Perhaps they're developing, and they will allow different people to handle the this directing. Is true. Ones. These are just maybe. the showrunners and creators. Right? Yeah. So I mean, maybe they'll just set something into place. We That's don't know true. That we don't men. know that yet. They're probably all men, aren't they? Yeah. I have to assume so. Probably. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Probably. Two dudes. Um, and it's the same dudes. dudes that were going to make that show for HBO Confederate, where they were like. What if in an alternate timeline, Ugh. you know, <laughs> someone made a terrible television yeah. show? <laughs> like, I get, I, I get why sitting around in a room kind of going like, yeah, I could see how that would yeah. be a really interesting and dramatic show. Yeah. And then I guess there was just the person <laughs> with enough sense to go, no, <laughs> was out on lunch that day. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie White Man's Burden? With yes, John I Travolta and, and Harry Belafonte, that's like one. It's this. It's like, yeah, maybe in like '93 you could have done this kind of a yeah. like. What if yeah. the opposite yeah. was true? Oh, that movie! <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, is it a bad movie? <laughs> yeah, that is a mistake. Yeah, on if, all levels. If you want to yeah. know how big of a mistake it is, go look up the trailer for that movie. Oh, I dare you to fucking watch it. Yeah, I get trying. What get if it that. was white people who were persecuted? <laughs> oh, boy, oh yeah. So, I, I don't know, more Star Wars? Yep. I'm cool for that, though. Yep. Yeah. At this point, I'll friggin', like, I, I'm just, it's such a wide open playing field. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and it's just such a brave new frontier that yeah. terrifies me. And well, uh, <laughs> you know, it's great. I, I think good. Add more trilogies and make as many as you can. Like there's yeah. the expanded universe, which went on for. Uh, decades and decades after the original series is because people were dying for more of it. Yes. They wanted That's, so much of it that they wrote yeah. a whole gigantic thing <laughs> that's so much bigger than the, the the original three movies. So now we're making it. Yeah, uh, so great. And it's all and it's all technically canonical, or it's yeah. not all technically canonical. But there is a person whose job it is to decide what is and what isn't canonical. Right. Which yeah. is fucking crap. Yeah, Fuck yeah. that guy <laughs> for having the the coolest job in the world. Yeah. yeah. Um well maybe cool is the wrong word but uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I don't know, man. Like, that's, that's good power. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're the guy. Like, no, you know what? Fuck you, Steve. This isn't canon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, Steve? I didn't like you talking to my wife just now. <laughs> Your shit's not canon. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Why is he so jealous? Fucking <laughs> um, Steve. God, yeah. Steve wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Steve was dead weight in that room. Yeah, that, <laughs> to be fair, Steve's shit was weak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Chewbacca 2? Yeah. <laughs> Alternate Steve, timeline. Up. <laughs> Evil Chewbacca? <laughs> he doesn't help them. <laughs> oh, man. He doesn't know how to fly that ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like this. <laughs> Tim Allen? Yeah, we got Tim <laughs> Allen to play him. Yeah, yeah. All these things is the Tonight Show theme. Yeah. <laughs> he almost does. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You, you pointed that out to me once, and never again have I been able to watch that scene. It's, it's really, of it. it's like they they must have known. <laughs> they must have known. <laughs> Maybe the guy who does the chewy stuff. Uh, yeah, I just watched an episode of The Tonight Show and it was stuck in his head. Yeah, yeah. he just yeah. accidentally yeah. He didn't even the... think about it. Or maybe he really wanted to get on The Tonight Show. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How am I going to do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah, this Star Wars thing can't last. Yeah, <laughs> job, band I leader. Could, I can s- <laughs> sing. This, the Tonight Show theme. Yeah, I just hope they're listening when in that scene yeah. and they re- <laughs> recognize. Well, yeah. It's it's uh, after Luke comes. It's an Empire. It's in Empire. Just before the kiss, or just after the kiss from it, Leia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's. Um, I feel like uh, <laughs> Leia insults Han in yeah. some way, and that's uh, Chewie. Chewie goes. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. I'm gonna yeah, have to yeah. go to a compare and contrast uh-huh. <laughs> of those two themes. Um, so, outside of the world of Star Wars, did you guys know there is a Muppet Babies reboot coming? And what? did you know that it's gonna star Jenny Slate? <laughs> um, uh, questions first of all. Yes, the uh, voice. Well, actually, of the... statement first of all. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> so I, should, I fucking loved Muppet Baby. She's gonna is it like a cartoon. I again? think so. Like a cartoon series. It must in the be because it says Jenny Slate will provide the voice of Miss Nanny, the Muppet caretaker, who, as in the original series, will only be seen from the torso down. Oh, interesting. I yeah. mean, the Muppet. <laughs> the first time you saw the Muppet Babies naked. was in a movie, and they were actual puppets. Yeah, I, yeah, and Muppets Take Manhattan. Right. Yeah, and I feel like. This is a Dis- I think it's like a Disney Channel thing. Yeah, right. So it's well, probably going to be like a TV right, series. But yeah, there's more Muppet stuff being added to the world. I'm yeah, yeah, and Muppet Babies was fucking dope as heck. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Totally. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of people. That, um, Only, uh, but I'd like to see like a more like real world grittier take. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the well, the guys from Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah, are attached get, to yeah, producing, yeah, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Paul Schrader's directing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, more sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Totally. Mm-hmm. So that that's some fun news. Yeah. Nothing really to talk about, but I was like, that's neat. Yeah. No, that's um, interesting. Schwarzenegger has a new project starring mm-hmm. in a Western mystery series for Amazon. Oh, huh. a series? Yes. Interesting. I feel like so, I knew about this. I feel like that's probably going to be sweet, I right? I didn't, but I so feel like I did. It's a Western. Yeah. Called it's, Outrider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, set in the Oklahoma Indian Territory in the late 1800s, following yeah, that's a, what he sounds like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> following <laughs> yeah, yeah. a deputy tasked with tracking down a notorious outlaw. Yeah, he will play ruthless federal marshal assigned to accompany the deputy. Yeah, please tell me this is the uh, western series that the Cone Brothers are making. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have such a weird time watching him in a Western with that. I mean, I'll, I'll watch him in anything. I love yeah. him. Absolutely. But and the... I will believe him in everything. I'll be like, yep, he's a Western fellow. Yeah. 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 I'm from here. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's beautiful. It's terrific. <laughs> love it here. Always have. Come on. <laughs> have you guys watched any this of... Whores. <laughs> any of this the Amazon Prime? <laughs> everything Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm very fun here. <laughs> Have you guys seen any of the Amazon Prime my series? Schwarzenegger's getting better. Yeah, <laughs> mine, mine's a little loose. I haven't tried to do it in months. <laughs> uh, tighten it up. Yeah, Jesus. God. Sorry, Dan, you were saying? <laughs> Have you guys watched many of the Amazon Prime series? Because there's one Mississippi I know we've talked about. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, by the way, got fucking canceled. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Transparent. Um, Never saw that. I've and seen the first episode. I watched the entirety of The Marvelous Miss Maisel mm-hmm. and oh, really liked it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I liked that show a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, actually, because it is about partially about stand up. Yeah. And it it kind of doesn't get that right. But I was able to move past it and just enjoy it because I think it's a great show. It doesn't get it wrong, but yeah. it is that kind of thing where it's like set in the past. So it's like. Oh, there's a little bit of you're bringing a little bit of like a modern knowledge of stand up to this retro show, but it it is actually really really great, and it's from the creator of Gilmore Girls, so it's got really good dialogue. I had a really good time watching it. The lady in the stupid hat. All right, that all makes sense to me now. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna have a stupid hat in my show too. (laughs) (laughs) I have a stupid cowboy. (laughs) <laughs> with the dumb ad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, for a second I was confused, but then I remembered that I Googled the, the Gilmore Girls creator, and then Emma and I Googled Gilmore Girls creator hat question mark. Because <laughs> we were like, does she always wear these hats? Yeah. yeah she does, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> I will never watch one of her shows based on her hats. It's a great show. I really liked it. Um, right. But Amazon uh, has yeah, some I really see, cool it's stuff. Why I couldn't watch. Like, I love the cast uh, of... I'm dying up here. (laughs) A punchline. They got it dead on. (laughs) Uh, Nobody's funnier than Sally Field. Um, I'm dying up here. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You you couldn't get past the stand-up Line. (laughs) I'm dying up here. Yeah, but but it just feels too inauthentic. I love everybody. And even the stand-ups, like Al Madrigal, I think is fucking hilarious. I love him. Uh, But I was like, eh, nah. Yeah. And I love his character. I love that he's playing like a Freddie Prince kind of uh uh kind of guy and, yeah. and you know, John Daly and everybody else. But mm-hmm. I'm just like well, and then Melissa Leo comes along and is like, All right, <laughs> shut it down. Um Red Oaks was actually really good too, another Amazon uh mm. production. Yeah, yeah, that's, I really I really want to watch that show because I love first of all, I, I just love the idea of uh Paul Reiser show. Yeah. Oh. It's uh it's like 
set in the 80s at like a tennis club and they do a lot of really fun stuff like one of the episodes is a body switch episode <laughs> oh wow and uh it's got a good cast it's not like the best show in the world but it's really funny yeah. and so i feel like amazon is starting to kick up their shows a little bit and good. this seems like the schwarzenegger thing like could be interesting i'm very curious about that. it's yeah you, you can't not you can't not be no yeah um, and then I also saved that Black Dynamite is getting a sequel, and that's going to be a Western, a Western parody called Outlaw Johnny Black. I'll tell you something about Black Dynamite. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know the movie Black Dynamite? The black exploitation. Don't yell at me, Daniel. <laughs> um, yeah. With Michael Jai White. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah, yeah. I totally remember that. Yeah, from 2009. Yeah. A really funny movie. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. You should watch it. Uh, a lot better than you're thinking it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, because I really feel like parodies of black exploitation are pretty painful. Well, it's not really a parody. They just kind of do like a black exploitation movie. Mm. And they do it like. Like they don't wait It's too funny. Much. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of like straight so up. So they like just have the mic in a lot of the shots. <laughs> like it's yeah. pretty like fairly. As far as like it's super zany wacky. Yeah. But as far as like nailing that Look, kind I, of feel it's pretty good <laughs> i can i can deal with that type of thing because i feel like i i'm gonna get you sucker kind of straddles that yeah, line yeah in a fucking really great way yeah as i remember i i'm that's a movie that i'm scared to go back and watch <laughs> yeah it's been a long time i feel like it's gonna it's pretty funny it's so yeah. funny is it still yeah, oh, yeah it's awesome. not like doesn't hold together all you know all the way through but there's a lot to yeah. laugh at still yeah right. it's funny still Interesting. yeah that I, I mean, I saw it like five years ago, so maybe okay, good enough. <laughs> I haven't seen it in fifteen yeah. years yeah. at least. It's got some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Michael J. White is uh, really good in Black Dynamite. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested for for more, and it being a western could be interesting. Yeah, you never know. No. Yeah. Um, and then I I saved this, but I didn't actually watch it. So apparently, there is a trailer for Marvel's Wolverine: The Long Night, um, which is like expanding the Marvel Universe in a unique way, uh, a scripted podcast. What? Is what it says. What? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. This is a a Marvel podcast. So it's a... Is it like, I'm Wolverine, welcome to the show? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, My guest today is Paul F. Tompkins. Well, then it wouldn't be scripted, would it? That would up? be an interview series. Yeah. <laughs> is he hosting Time Bandits? Well, yeah. We used to have guests. Yeah. yeah. Why we, not Wolverine? But we yeah. weren't scripted. <laughs> Guys, I really like Snake Eater. Why does he sound like yeah. this? <laughs> so it's a uh, collaboration with Stitcher, and it has some pretty big names uh Attached to it, like him. Uh, so, so Richard, like an Ar- old-timey radio show, but yeah. starring Wolverine. Yeah, Richard Armitage is okay. the titular role from Hannibal and the Hobbit. Uh, Bob Balaban's going to be. I've in never it. seen Hannibal and the Hobbit. Um, <laughs> I don't know what those words are doing together. <laughs> yeah, so Bob Balaban <laughs> and uh, I, basically people. F- there's some people from Broad City, Orange Is the Ooh. New Black, The Magicians, who, The Comeback. Who from Broad City? Uh, Chris Gethard's going to make a cameo. Hey. Bob Balaban was in uh, oh, yeah, Broad, was City, Broad City, um, hmm. and a ton of other people. And it's been written by award-winning comic book author Ben Percy who did The Wilding and Red Mood, and directed by uh, somebody who worked on the Radiotopia show Love and Radio. It's just like, this is like a new frontier for fucking Marvel, right? Yeah, like, that's... I don't... Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I would be interested in, in how a comic book world could be turned into, like, a radio thing. Because they did that with Star Wars. There's, like, Star Wars radio sure. drama things. Sure. And, like, 
could I quite be interesting. Like listening to radio dramas. Yeah, I, I got into a big kick on it a while back when I figured out the places to find them. Yeah, the old yeah. ones, you know. The shadow. Uh, I listened to a lot when I was a kid too. Uh, theater of the mind and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's interesting. And like, listen, a lot of the best, uh, you know, Marvel and comic book storylines—not just Marvel, everyone. It's not always action based. And yeah. Quite a lot of it, what stays with you is the uh, the, the writing, the dialogue. Yeah. Chris Claremont was uh, employed by for one comic book for twenty yeah. years. Uh, you know, uh, or the pulpy a, drama. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. would be interesting. I hope they have a little door for when they open and close doors. <laughs> I hope, they just I have hope a guy. it's just somebody who Reep. goes. <laughs> as long as it's as good as the Frasier episode where they do that, I'm on mm-hmm. board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great episode. That is so good. Oh, oh, oh speaking of which, why do you have to make it so sad? Oh, yeah, we got to get into that. The sad yeah. news. Yeah. Who wants yeah. to take it? John Mahoney died. Yeah. Of, that sucks. Uh, I love John Mahoney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love John Mahoney? So good. Like one so of good. the great character actors yep. who mm. I, I also feel like didn't get the due he deserved. He never won an Emmy for Frasier. That's Which fucked is up, insane. right? Yeah, like, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I, right. I always think, like, why wasn't he nominated for Say Anything? Like, that is an yeah. amazing piece of acting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's all these other roles Bart that he was Fink. in. Yeah, Barton Fink. Like, yeah. I feel like when people talk about the great character actors, I guess maybe because he had enough bigger, bigger roles that maybe he didn't get the idea like people didn't really think of him as like specifically a character actor but like yeah. he, like consistently so good so yeah. good oh yeah. yeah it's a shame really sad um i just couldn't believe when i read that he had never been nominated he never won for fraser yeah that's crazy that's such a and long running like show a and he's so good in it and it's so sad yeah <laughs> uh, he's remarkable yeah it. yeah like that show should not have been good no. It's no, crazy how good that show yeah. is. It's so and, good. Like, from the get-go, episode one, like, I did a rewatch in Frasier a couple years ago, and episode one, tone is perfect. It's all, yeah. it's just all there, and it's immediately comfortable and funny. It's like, doesn't have any of that awkward first season or first episode shit. And yeah. it's a jump. It's it's different writing and humor than Cheers. So, like, to, to take this character out of that, yeah. which never works. Spinoffs are no never good. <laughs> I don't know. Have you did you see the Tortellis? Um, <laughs> there's a moment on Frasier that's one of my favorite sitcom moments of all time that takes like a, a self referential joke and does it like a hundred percent pitch perfect. Uh, he's his ex wife, I think, his first ex wife mm-hmm. um, before Lilith uh, is like a. a TV clown or something like that, or mm-hmm. like a popular children's entertainer, <clears throat> and she's sick of doing it and she wants to quit. And she says to him, I, and I think it's Laurie Metcalf actually who plays her. Mm. Um, and she says to him, She's like, Do you have any idea what it's like to play the same character for 20 years? <laughs> and they just gloss right over it. Like, they don't like, I mean, there is a laugh, a laugh line, but he doesn't like go, Yeah, you know, like look at the camera or anything. It's, it's just, it's so perfectly handled. And uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Nice. Yep. Amazing. John Mahoney. Anyway, yeah. that had nothing to do with John Mahoney. Whatever. He was part that of part, a, but a pretty perfect TV show. Yeah. And he was an yeah. essential piece to it. Yeah. Totally. Super sad. Yeah. I love the episode where he got new glasses and they were women's glasses. <laughs> and he was so proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so good. good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. Um, what have you guys been watching then? <laughs> okay. Movies? Yeah. yeah. Movies. TV? Casey? You said you had some stuff, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you watch this thing. week? What? Um, I played a little catch up. Okay. Um, catch up. Catch up. <laughs> I watched uh, some stuff. I watched. Uh, uh, oh, here's an interesting thing. Uh, because my wife really wanted to watch this, and I always say this on the podcast. I always pick the movie, and well, I don't always pick the movie, but we we rarely get to watch the movie that she wants to watch, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, we watched um, Bad Mom's Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Athena um, started watching that a little while ago. Yes. Um, so interested. we watched that. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty terrible. Yeah. But it is w- completely watchable. Only for I mean, Kristen Bell is always pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Hahn is not funny in this at all. Mm-hmm. She's terrible. Uh, Mila Kunis is just awful. Mm. She's the least funny <laughs> human being in the world. Susan Sarandon, not funny. But um, Cheryl Hines and Christine Baranski <laughs> are so funny in this yeah. thing mm. that it's worth watching it. Oh, okay. Which is a crazy thing to say. Yeah. That this movie might be worth watching, but it is because Christine Baranski, like Cheryl Hines is legitimately very funny in it. Yeah. and. Um, and plays a couple of just fantastic beats. But Christine Baranski is a fucking masterclass in making shit f- into fucking gold. <laughs> and it's crazy how she does it in this movie. Because this movie is like, um, if I was a woman, I would be insulted by this movie. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, this movie is like, hey, women, you guys are all fucking idiots. And you like this, <laughs> like, don't go there, girlfriend kind yeah. of comedy. It's written by two fucking idiot guys, oh, first oh of God. all. like, And it just feels like it's like, hey, women, you're going to watch this bull crap. Uh, and maybe, like, you know, maybe that's just my, you know, shitty male take on it. Maybe yeah. it is legitimately funny. Uh, uh, but... It just feels no, like... No, Athena was, like, mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels like... I feel... it Like, in my limited knowledge as a man, I feel like women should be mad at this movie. Yeah. But, again, Christine Baranski is so fucking great in it yeah. that, that I actually say, you know, watch it. Watch it just for her. Nice. It's crazy. I had, like, a similar experience recently with uh, Emma. She put on, because it just got on Netflix, that How to Be Single movie with Rebel Wilson. And it was that kind of oh. thing where I was like, oh, I don't think this is a good movie. And I feel like it's maybe like so rom-com cliche to the point where maybe I, like I wasn't following it too hard. I was just on in the background. But but I was looking up and being like, huh, this is kind of funny. Yeah, huh, that's kind of funny. But like also looking at it and being like, but this is probably garbage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like that's that's <laughs> the thing about Rebel Wilson is that she's she enough, can like she's so just be good. funny. Yeah. 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 So I know what you mean when you say mm. that. But like I was, I was totally blown away because again, like she is legitimately like there was a couple of scenes where it was just like, I don't know, uh, it, it's such a, an, it feels like an overstatement, but sometimes I can find comedy to be quite breathtaking, like where you're just like, yeah, that was the that was the perfect delivery, yeah, that was the everything you embodied everything about what that line was supposed to be, and you took <laughs> a line and made it legitimately great, yeah, and it's, and, and it it just blows my mind and and she effortlessly does it and i don't think that christine baranski gets enough um uh enough uh breakfast uh, shoes Uh, (laughs) i don't think she gets enough shoes i don't think she gets enough sunlight (laughs) i I worry about her vitamin d Uh, yeah (laughs) credit uh 
I think credit's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Does she get enough credit, though, for how funny she is? Is that what you were trying to say? That is exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say. I, I could not figure out the word. Yeah. But Sweet. yeah, she is one. So, Mom's Christmas, Bad Mom's Christmas, Silver Lining. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Greg? Yeah. What about you? What about me? Watching movies. Yeah. I watched Landline. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw that movie. Um. Yeah. I wanted to. <laughs> and you gave it a nice review. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's good. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um I yeah. I didn't like it as much as Obvious Child. No, nowhere near as no. much as but Obvious I, Child. I had uh, a good time watching it. And it's just I uh, like it's it's just just fine. Yeah. Because now it's been like over a week since I saw it. So and it's starting it's to like fade. really <laughs> dripping away in my yeah. mind. Like there's because not a lot oh, really it's stays a drip. with it's, you. It's a drip away. It's a just like I watched yeah. that. It was charming. I liked the yeah. performances. It, and a and month it, later. It's like I'll a great yeah. cast. Oh, huge so cast, cast of very good people. Yeah. And and really some very funny moments that I feel yes. like are all in the trailer. It's one of those movies where yeah, yeah. the biggest laughs are all the ones in the trailer. So if you watch it, trailer, and no. you'll be yeah. like, oh, those are the jokes. Um, <laughs> and it's like a fine movie. It's fine. If it was on, like it's a, you know, caught it in the afternoon, okay. Yeah. Um, There's just like things about it that kind of at, like kind of ate away at me and irritated me either during or a little bit after when I kind of thought about it. And then I'm like, okay, so... This is just a dumb pet peeve of mine, but there's a scene where they're in a record store. Right? Yeah. When she meets the dude that she's going to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hook up with, right? Whose hair I found distracting. <laughs> you know how it looks like Ben Affleck's wearing a wig? Because he might be wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. This guy, too. It's like, yeah. did this someone just drop that on his head? It doesn't <laughs> look right. Yeah. <laughs> it's something weird. Very big head. Um, anyway, they're standing around in a record store, and this movie's set in 1995. And it's like a, you know, it's like a yeah. cool record store. And there's, you know, like, cool vinyl behind them, like, the Jesus Lizard and stuff. And I'm like, hey, it's 1995. There's no fucking vinyl in any goddamn record stores. <laughs> yeah. This shit was fucking over. Particularly Everything not a fucking Jesus Lizard vinyl. <laughs> no way anyone printed that in 1995. It's like throwing money away. <laughs> and there's vinyl all over the place. Like, I know people like vinyl again now, but come on. It's 95. It's only CDs. Tapes are on their way out, too. It's all CDs. <laughs> Just drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Even used places didn't have it. There's no fucking vinyl. Anyway, so then <laughs> then that bothered me, and I was just like, I gotta let it go. Just forget about it. Just some scene. They just wanted to have a cool thing. In what there. if it was like and a rotate this? They've always had vinyl. No, they have not. <laughs> not in 95. I spent all of all of my free time was spent yeah. hours upon hours upon hours in record stores, particularly in the mid-90s. <laughs> and the used ones. I'd be down at Drifted Music on Queen Street. They didn't have any fucking vinyl there. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, no vinyl. Can't get it. Uh, <laughs> and then, then as the movie was plodding along, I'm like, why is this set in 1995? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. With the Other than, like, it's 1995. <laughs> <laughs> but they yeah, don't, don't, they don't really that. make you know? a big note, like... But that's see, it, to me. It's like, do you want it to be so overtly like there's a reason why, or why can't it? Why can't it just be like it's a movie? It's ninety five. I just didn't under nothing about it uh, about the 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 social interaction or the way people behaved was something that was like set to that time period. Like there was nothing. No one was doing anything that would be different from nineteen seventy two or yeah. two thousand. So why does it matter? I know, but it just kind of gets weird. Because at that point, I feel like it feels exploitative. Sure. Like, it feels like they're just trying to go like, hey. Exploitative people... of a year or of the viewer? 
um, of the viewer, <laughs> like saying, like, hey, remember 1995? Uh, we're going to set But dress. the movie doesn't say that. It's just like, just is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I haven't seen it, <laughs> but I. But that's why. That's why stuff like that can, yeah. can get under my skin. Yeah, it just kind of. I mean, it's I can fine. see that and it's not a bad movie. It was just like it just like it bugged me. Yeah, because then I was like, well, let's you know, yeah. like, you know, when you when all the movies were set in the fifties in the eighties when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, it was like because they wanted to kind of look at these different ideals and like yeah. it was like a different world the fifties compared to the eighties. You know, and like the mid nineties aren't all that different from now, really. Other yeah. than no one has cell phones. And there's no vinyl in record stores. And everyone's pants uh, are weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why are they I so big? Like, I don't why know. Why are we in 95? We're not even like explo- like we're not even like visually exploiting 95 for a lot of the yeah. uh, you know, unfortunate fashion things that were happening then or that would stand out. You yeah. Know? Like at least have some if you're going to do it just like at least have a little fun with it and like really do it. Yeah. Anyway. I can see that. Yeah. But it's a small thing. It just yeah. it just bugged me. Yeah. I got set off by the record store. And then I, I there's no <laughs> they going started back. looking for. There's no fucking <laughs> Jesus lizard yeah. vinyl in a fucking yeah. record store in 1995. That happened to me in that fucking Take Me Home Tonight 80s comedy movie with the guy from that 70s show. Yeah, yeah. They go into like a Sun Coast and it's all VHS. And there's like a bunch of prominent copies of a movie that came out in 2002. Oh, man. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> it's this crazy. movie called rat and it's about this it's like a british movie about a dad who turns into a rat and the cover was like uh, a big pint of guinness with like a rat on the side <laughs> and i and i i remember renting that movie being like what the fuck's this movie in high school and that it was a 2002 movie so when it was in the theater like no one else noticed but me i was like that obscure british comedy was not from the 80s <laughs> yeah. yeah and i i similarly was like fuck off yeah yeah no. side note that movie <laughs> side note my phone has something to say <laughs> my phone wants me to know about black panther uh anyway side note that yeah. rad movie sounds awesome yeah <laughs> i don't remember yeah. hating her yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. he likes it was beer fine yeah <laughs> he's, a, he's a rat yeah um yeah landline yeah it's fine mm. listen it's totally <laughs> fine it's worth a watch yeah. everyone's really delightful in it jenny slate's just great yeah uh yeah it's good. Everyone's good at it. Jenny yeah. Slate. More like Jenny Gray. Yeah. Oh, you made it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh-huh. Wonderful. Dan. I watched some movies. Um, I watched... I was doing some Oscar stuff, and uh, Emma was interested in watching this movie, and I was kind of interested in watching this movie as well. Okay. Wonder. Wonder. Um, from 2017, <laughs> last year. about the little boy? Yes. <laughs> it's about the little... Bring it's me a, a little boy. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon members will remember the <laughs> joke. Super real little boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was the uh, Jacob Tremblay film with mm. Owen Wilson, mm. Julia Roberts, uh, Mandy Patinkin, and more. And this what a weird cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and like surprise <laughs> box office success. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is one of those movies where you go into it and you're like, this is going to be a manipulative, tearjerker, yeah. like crowd pleaser movie. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is and it's not a great movie but i kind of liked it yeah it's a very manipulative movie it has a little tweak to it that i that i liked um and that and it's one of those movies where you're like the heart and the message is in the right place so it it doesn't matter that it's just a okay not great Mm. movie there was something 
slightly charming about like if more of these movies were just this good like it that's fine mm-hmm. like it's i don't know i i feel like it could be a movie that would get under people's skin but when it was all said and done i was like yeah it's a fine little movie and it had its heart in the right place yeah. it um, did what it promised dan it brought you a little boy yeah <laughs> yeah it the the thing about it is you think it's gonna be just the movie from his perspective like he's got to go to school and deal with bullies and stuff which it is about that but the nice thing that the movie does and again i'm tr- really trying not to overstate like don't go watch this movie and be like this better be a fucking great oscar worthy movie it's not <laughs> but the the one thing that i really thought was a little charming and a little nice about it is that it's actually a movie that's told from a bunch of different characters perspectives so it starts with him and then you get to see the sisters like life and you get to see some other characters background and stuff and it really becomes a movie about you know like understanding and like being understanding of each other and everybody's differences and everybody's you know small day-to-day struggles and it's just like a nice message to anchor the movie and it's it it made me feel like the movie was being pitched a little bit younger it's almost like a movie that you could watch with like a young child and and then like kind of have a discussion about so when it wasn't really a movie that was living up to my expectations like dramatically i was like but all this movie really wants to be is like a nice movie you could watch with your kid and be like what did you think about that and didn't the bully learn a lesson and wasn't it like the bully had his own things going on right like the this is the world <laughs> so it was charming from that perspective of me being like this would be nice to watch with a kid and have that discussion about mm-hmm. like being a good person and and that's all that this movie wants to do it just does it in a really like over the top way but again because it's for kids, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of like, hey, give you it a pass. You mentioned that you were trying to do some Oscar watching. Is this an Oscar uh, I think situation? it was up for effects or something. Oh. Uh, or makeup. Hmm. It's up for makeup, I believe. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So there's that. Wonder. Yeah. Wonder. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. What else? Uh, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> Great. Um, I watched some other things, guys. Yeah. Don't. Don't pretend I didn't. Okay. All right. Um, what do I want to watch next? Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, watched... Uh, do, I was also doing some Oscar catch-up, and I watched a movie called The Shape of Water. Oh, oh nice. Tell me what you thought about that lovely film. Well, I'll tell you something about yeah. that movie. All right. Uh, and it's that... It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's lovely. It's my favorite uh, Guillermo del Toro movie so far. Nice. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really, really great and charming and uh, horrifying and has some mm. uh, hand trauma in it that I did not care for yeah. at all. Oh, hand trauma. Yeah. Is that another thing this year? Like, uh, um, what was the Netflix Stephen King movie? That had some hand trauma oh, in it. Oh, Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Mm. Is that that like, had some hand trauma. <laughs> 2017, the that year movie of... Life had some hand yeah, trauma. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, what what a great movie! Yeah. And uh, God damn it, Michael Shannon is a fucking excellent creep. Did you say funking? Yeah. He's funking. A funking. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear so much. Yeah, get the funk up. Yeah, yeah. if you don't like what you see here, get the funkers. Yeah, yeah he's great. He yeah, he is, is just so. Fucking I thought everyone great. was so very very good in it. Everybody's so good in it. Yeah. Uh, and guys, not for nothing, that is one fuckable fish monster. Yeah. 
<laughs> this fish fucks. <laughs> this fish straight fucks, guys. Um, but yeah, that is a fucking great movie. Richard Jenkins is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I gotta yeah. watch that um, and see how that fish fucks. <laughs> I yeah. gotta tell you, it is hot. <laughs> yeah. I came here to do two things. Breathe underwater and fuck. <laughs> and I am not in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and my lungs are full. <laughs> and my little fish dick just popped out of its little fish cover. Whoa. Yeah. Um, uh, I One thing I really took away from that movie, in a movie full of great performances, is how good uh, she is in the lead. She doesn't say a word and just owns the whole movie. Nice. Yeah. Just has the whole pitch, the whole emotional journey you go on, you take with her, and it's so big and clear and comfortable and she doesn't say a word yeah and that's that is an amazing performance yeah yeah she's uh deceptively amazing yeah too, because you kind of forget about that yeah you forget about exactly. the fact you that don't she's even realize not that she talking hasn't, she hasn't yeah. spoken a word yeah nice mm-hmm. yeah she's remarkable did you guys see happy go lucky no, actually. Why did you say it like that, Greg? <laughs> I ran out of air at the end of the movie <laughs> I, for some I reason. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> did you guys see? <laughs> Have a good lucky. Have a good lucky. Did you ever see that movie? Have a good lucky. There's a there's like a, take a breath, Greg. I yeah. can't. I I Whoa. heard it was really good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm doing this whole show on one breath. <laughs> only, only breathing out. <laughs> You gotta work in the in and out so you can go talk forever. I'll breathe in for the Patreon. Jack Black style, <laughs> all in. Yeah. <laughs> this episode features coughing. Yeah. This episode <laughs> features everybody flubbing lines yeah. and getting called on it. Yeah. Happy uh, go lucky. Happy I go heard luck. was really happy good. Go really good. Yeah. <laughs> She's wonderful in it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you should watch it. It's nice. Time. And yeah, so Shape of Water. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What else, Greg? Um. Oh, let me look at my list because I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I watched a movie. And it was uh, called. It was. Where's my list? Where's my thing? Oh, there it is. Oh, I watched Mudbound. Oh, oh. Casey oh. watched that recently. Oh, I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you mean you watched... Um, what a wonderful film so good oh my god i gotta watch that uh but do you understand what i'm talking about with mary j blige 100 she's fine in it she's absolutely fine yep for a a first performance performance, i like this movie makes me go i'd like to see what else she can do absolutely put her in more stuff i don't understand in a movie that has Towering performances yeah. from Garrett Hedlund and Carrie Mulligan and Jason Clark and Jonathan Banks. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jason Mitchell. But Jason Mitchell, he's like, it's insane what he fucking does. Yeah. Um, does he fuck a fish? Uh, <laughs> in the most insane way you can even imagine. Uh-huh. Uh, and Rob Morgan, who plays Hap. Good lord, what oh. a performance. So, like, these are, these are big, like, home run hitter performances and like but for not- some people Garrett Hedlund the best work of his career yes absolutely uh, and he's been quite good and that he you know he blew it he was, suddenly we were like here's this guy in Tron mm-hmm. and then I feel like he made really uh, interesting and smart choices yeah 
to get himself not to be like the Tron guy wash out, you know, yeah. like some kind yeah. of mistake or something, right? Because he's fine in Tron too. If you go back and watch it, it's a bit of a bumpy ride of a movie, but he's he's all right in it. Yeah, uh, and he's been in good in some things, and so here we go. This guy can really fucking act. He's fucking fantastic in yeah. this movie. And Carrie Mulligan is just heartbreaking yeah. in it. She's so wonderful. Jonathan Banks is a horrible, horrible, mean piece of shit. Oh my god, Ooh. I was not comfortable not liking Mike Herman Trout, but no, oh my no. god, he is a fucking piece of shit yeah. jason clark is fantastic really good because he really there's a lot of subtleties to his performance yeah. uh of a man who's just kind of trying to figure out what's going on <laughs> uh, yeah. uh but yeah uh-huh. it's, it's jason mitchell like his whole um uh his whole sort of journey from a to b is yeah. is fucking captivating yeah yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, again, Rob Morgan, who plays uh, Jason Mitchell's father. Yeah, happy. Yeah, I, I almost wanted more of him. Yeah. Um, you know what I liked too, because this is based on a book. Uh, I like that they really like. It feels like there's so much packed into a movie. Yeah. But it really feels like they got the essence of a book. Like yeah. I didn't read the book or anything. No, the, it was so and like extremely well directed. Yeah. And edited to 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 bounce back and forth from all the different narratives. Uh. And not have that feel clumsy or clunky or confusing. And there, there's a couple of just beautifully handled moments, like mm-hmm. when uh, uh, when they're at war and the Black Battalion is on the ground, like in the mud, like yeah. just fucking trudging through. And uh, the White Battalion, the battalion of white guys, just kind of uh, flies overhead. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many parallels between like uh, uh, you know the cl- class system at the time, or, yeah. or uh, well, you know, racism at the time, yeah. and, and and what Thank was God happening? We got in the rid war. of that uh, racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember yeah. racism, guys? Was. It was whack. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, like just just some really really beautifully handled and mm-hmm. and not overstated moments. Yeah, yeah just like uh, if this movie was was uh, nominated for directing, I'd be like, yes. yeah. I get that. And this is her first, like, major feature. Yeah, and it's uh, more than just, like, nice first movie. This is a very well-realized film. A yeah, very well-told story. Yeah, gorgeously shot. Yeah, I got to watch that. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, got a little choked up in a couple scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially the... Oh, God. It's oh, just the that, end like, is... Uh, good kind, like, the bad kind of choked up and the good kind. Yeah. It was a remarkable movie. Nice. Yeah. But I was... I, I don't know why this isn't a bigger... With all the... We're, you know, we're nominated a million movies and stuff. Yeah. This one just doesn't seem to have any attention. Yeah. yeah. And it That's should. so weird. Um, on that note, very quickly, not to take away from Mudbound. Oh, please. On, on the topic of, like, all these movies that get nominated. Yeah. Um, and there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the post. I'm so glad you and brought I it really, up because I almost mentioned it because I saw like a half an hour of the post. I don't want I to. I saw all of the post. Yeah. No. I don't want to talk about it for too long. Okay. Let's um, talk about it right now, though. Because yeah. Because it was like the paint by numbers Hollywood movie that I feel like could not engage with at all. And yet it's up. And it just like it would like came out to be nominated. Like, yeah. It wasn't even like a, it was a me, released movie that anyone. It was fine. It, and I it, like everyone involved. I know. And it's but, got a great cast and it's a great story. And it just felt like. I didn't care about no. uh, like. Oh, like, I really liked it. I, yeah. I, I thought it was fine. I was but like, I feel like Mudbound should be. <laughs> well, my, that, see, that's the difference, though. Like, I mean, the post is not. It's not a movie that's meant to be. I think, uh, like, uh, emotionally engaging or anything, because it is not at all. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting story, and yeah. it really tells the story of, uh, or rather, it's it's a wonderful uh, movie to support. Meryl Streep's fucking brilliant performance. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's 
fucking phenomenal. Like the way she plays, like the humanity that that, that she plays, and like she, you know, she's not like a hard brassy woman who's like, I'm yeah. gonna run my paper. She's yeah. like a person who like, yeah, who's like, no, I, I want. I, I want everyone's opinion. I want to know what's going on. But she has so much strength of conviction. Like, yeah. like, look, if, if we're going to do this, I have to know that yeah. it's all on me. Yeah. Like, th- th- that performance is the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever, Tom, Hank- Tom Hanks is there and he's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, Bob Odenkirk is there and he's fine. My my, ab- I think my favorite thing about the movie is the comment that you made, Dan, <laughs> on <laughs> Facebook. He said... <laughs> This Mr. Show movie is not funny. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I thought that her performance was fucking. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I like it. She's, it's you know, fine. I know there's a. I feel like there's a little bit of backlash of her getting nominated again, and people are like sick of it. But fuck off, man. Yeah, I mean, her she's, she's better is, than everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her performance is absolutely uh, uh, worthy of being nominated yeah. because again like it that's that's the whole story here yeah the, the, the story about whether they you know they're gonna go uh, to jail for fucking collusion or or, yeah. or what that is so secondary yeah. to this character and study of this fucking you know very human human being yeah I, I agree with her performance I just feel like as a movie it feels like a placeholder or like a I, I, get, a like, I, I, I absolutely get what you're and, and this is going to sound really weird but to me this feels it, like these are two movies that are weird to compare it to in Spielberg's filmography but to me there's like the Spielberg that I love and then there's a the Spielberg who does like Lincoln or War Horse and yeah. even though those movies are so different from this yeah. movie and Bridge it, of Spies yeah they, like it felt like this movie was more like like I didn't like it's it's well directed but like if you told me it was anybody else I don't know if I would necessarily honestly look at that movie and be like it's brilliantly directed. I feel I, like this I is have, very well directed. I, I feel like, like he, he doesn't was... have, it's like, it's no fun anymore. Like have some fun, Steve. <laughs> I feel like he was really trying to stay out of his own way. Yeah. Uh, in directing this movie. And yeah, and it it's did well make edited, for, well put together. Yeah. But it did sure. make for a somewhat bland, yeah, a directing, uh, style. But, but again, I, I just thought everything surrounding like uh, everything supporting her was fine and no, what it and needed to be and that she was fucking yeah. wonderful. I just feel like with Spielberg movies like they're of a quality which is always fine but I feel like I've, I feel like I'm uh, how I started to feel like I guess the mid 90s with Steve Martin where I'm like yeah you're gonna be funny again right? Yeah. 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 Are you gonna be funny? Why are you being so serious? Yeah. Why aren't you funny? <laughs> I think I, I I almost I feel like technology is really working against Steven Spielberg mm. uh, because like the the better computer graphics and everything get computer graphics. What is this? Nineteen eighty seven. The 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 you know the better CGI gets and everything. The more he uses it, and when he relies mm. on stuff like that, all of the f- like the magic goes yeah. out of his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I didn't really watch anything else other than those stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have, anything else before we get to film roulette? Oh, uh, I watched a couple of episodes or an episode and a half of something mm-hmm. uh, that I'll talk briefly on mm-hmm. and, and more later. Yeah. Um, I uh, started to watch this season of American Crime Story. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, the Versace story. I saw the first oh, episode yeah. and I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. Eventually. I'll, I'll keep watching. Yeah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> I don't like the main guy. I don't like the guy playing Andrew Clannan. Uh, I do. I don't know. There was something about him that drew me in. Like I, I watched the first episode. And I thought, I think I like this more than the last season. Well, 
I I wasn't a big huge fan of the last season. I thought it was oh, it was good. Awesome. I thought it was good. Yeah. But I kind of felt like I feel like there might be something here that will pull me in more. I think eventually there will be. And yeah. I think that once the world starts to get more populated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I also didn't run to the second episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we watched we started watching the second episode and it was better than the first episode, but then we had to go and I was fine to turn it off. Yeah. I wasn't like, "Oh." <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't love that guy yet. Maybe he'll get to a, a mm-hmm. place. Um, How's where, Ricky Martin in it? Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's. They don't really give him much to do other than you know grieve and be like sad and yeah. like. I thought he was good. He but seems very coached. I if that makes sense. I I I don't know if I when I watched the first episode knew who which one of them was Ricky Martin because yeah. I don't think I have like his face in my mind so like later emma was like ricky martin was pretty good in that and i was like tell me which one he was so i can confirm or deny because i don't remember <laughs> yeah but then i was like oh yeah fine yeah i'll tell you penelope cruz as uh, donatella oh, versace so good it's fucking fantastic amazing yeah. yeah she she was like her stuff in the end of the first episode was like why in my mind i was like oh i'll watch the next episode of this yeah, <laughs> yeah. and she's playing a very monotone person she's playing a very you know weirdly bland in a weird way person and right she's doing it in a very compelling way yeah. edgar ramirez as well edgar ramirez yeah uh, uh as versace is really great too right cool, cool. yeah american crime story too anything else you guys me. no no all right no. well then let's get into film Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Or, like this week, it was winner's choice. Pick whatever you want to see, but the low roller has to see something terrible, whether it's in theaters or at home. This week, it was a shark movie at home called Toxic Shark. (laughs) Full stop. (laughs) But the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. We will talk about our movies, talk about our album, and then roll for next week's films. Um, how do you guys want to get into the winner's choice picks? I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you my movie first. Okay. Because it'll seem small in comparison to the rest of our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's a, me being cute, too, because I saw Downsizing. Small. Oh, small. Yeah. Little Matt. Little Matt. Little Matt. Little Matt. He's in a little bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alexander Payne. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Everybody seems to hate this movie. (laughs) The comedy, drama, science fiction film about a world where you can shrink yourself down uh, and live on the money you had previously, which is now worth way more because you're tiny. Um, And then you live in this little small world. Um, And... So I when I saw the trailer and read about this, I really wanted to see it. I, I was sure. like, that, "There's like an idea here, and that's yeah, all cute." But I then the more I heard Alexander about it, Payne movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't feel like I haven't liked yeah. an Alexander Payne movie in a while. I love Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, Nebraska. Yeah. I keep forgetting about Nebraska. Mm. I'm always just like, "Oh yeah," if I didn't like Descendants. Yeah, Descendants. I, I guess it was my least favorite. I yeah. still liked it though. Yeah. I didn't. And I don't know. Like downsizing. Yeah, people are down on it. Yeah. They're mean about it. Is it his worst movie? Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why is that? Because it's not very good. 
<laughs> well, mystery solved. Yeah. It, it, but it's not bad either. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. Does um, it get worse? Because everything I heard was like, I yes. saw some people saying yeah, yeah. the first half hour, they were like, totally. why does everyone hate this? And yeah, then they yeah. were like, oh, it's kind because of it's charming <laughs> and you know quirky. Um, there's a great little cutaway gag that's wonderful with Kristen Wiig. And like, but then it stops having any sense of humor about itself. Oh. Um, there's one scene where Matt Damon uh, fucks un- a fish. Uh, yeah, fucks mm-hmm. a fish. Fucks a- good. You're erotic. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's very small. Yeah. It's just a, it's like a guppy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where he uh, uh, inadvertently takes some drugs. Okay. And it's a very funny scene. And like, coolly, I like kind of. The, it's like a nice throwback look, psychedelic. Okay. But he's funny in that. Yeah. Scene. But that's kind of it, you know. Like, I, if I just stopped there, I'd be like, well, I guess he's small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and still, even so, at the end of the movie, I'm like, well, I guess they were small. Yeah. Does it really get, like, super serious? Because, again, even the trailer made it like, oh, is this going to become some life-affirming, it, like... Uh, it's, <laughs> yes and no. Like, it, it, yeah, things get like, well, the things are bad, and, you know, the environment and stuff. And so, like, yeah, that's an important message, and something to talk about but it's handled in this weird detached way mm-hmm. which is why it's a problem if you were going to really lean into it and, and if, you, if you pulled the rug and went hard drama like shit is bad yeah uh, at the end of this kind of light movie at the beginning uh, then maybe it'll work but it's just kind of like oh no yeah and so yeah I was really just sort of not attached to it in any kind of way and I get bored eventually and I was just sort of waiting for a uh, some sort of ending. Yeah. You know, like credits or something. Um, <laughs> the best thing about the movie, though, is uh, uh, a Thai actress named Hong Chow. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing how great she is. She's so good. Yeah. So good. Um, and she has, she, she has, she her performance does what uh, the movie should have done, where she is like kind of It gets quirky. really tiny. She's, she's very small. She's like quirky and funny and unusual and then has some really strong dramatic moments Okay, uh, that really bring you some life and like human feeling and there's no feeling in this movie other than that. That sucks. It, it is. It does suck. Well, there's one other scene that's pretty funny where she's asking about what kind of fuck she was given. Um <laughs> Uh, it's always worth watching just for that. Cause it's, nice, <laughs> it's a very good exchange. I, uh, I I think I'll actually watch it. It's fine. Like, like there's Alex nothing wrong with it. It's not yeah. like it's bad or it's going to piss you off. You'll just it's just on. Yeah. And there's the odd thing that's good, but it's really it, it is worth it for her performance. Um, uh, yeah, she got nominated for a Golden Globe and yeah. I think a SAG award for this, and rightly so. It's a, a hell of a fucking performance. Um, I guess no Oscar though. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. I don't. Remember, I feel like the supporting actress category is fucking stacked though. So, but uh, still worth a worth a look just for her. It's really, really, really good. Nice. So I'm glad I I know who she is now. Yeah. yeah. So it was worth it for that. Nice. And everything else is just like whatever. <laughs> Little Matt Damon. The silver lining of downsizing. Little Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> they grow up so fast. Yeah. yeah. Well, the time has come. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Casey saw a movie this week. It's finally mm-hmm. happened. Why don't you t- Why don't you tell us what what you did? Okay, guys, <laughs> I saw a little movie mm-hmm. called, called Downsizing, <laughs> <laughs> and I waited until you were done talking about it to bring it up. <laughs> uh, I, uh, my wife and I, finally. Uh, due to the absolute graciousness of Greg and his wife Athena, nice, who uh, took our children mm-hmm. for three hours 
Well, we could finally go and see Star Wars: The Last, the Last Jedi. Jedi. That's right. Oh my God! I the kids are a delight. I had a wonderful time with your children. I uh, I'm absolutely glad when we got home and saw them playing with Zoe. It's uh, it just absolutely warmed my heart. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. I think I just heard Matt Brown scream in delight in the distance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes. Okay. We yeah. can finally talk about it. Spoiler alert for oh, the yeah, listeners. Spoiler alert. So yeah. if you so don't want... If you haven't seen it, do what I have had to do for the last two months. Yeah. And Turn off every podcast yeah. that you start to listen yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. including this one. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. Skip forward 10, 20 minutes, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... So you go to a Star War. Yeah, I went to a Star War. <laughs> Did you listen to our review of it? After you saw it, uh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Of course not. I you because I want to know. Yeah. Like I want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <clears throat> now that said, I do know your uh, your opinion. Yeah, basically. the gist of them. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, because I know Dan that you quite liked it. Yeah. Um, and have seen it a couple times. Thrice. Uh, mm-hmm. Not once, not twice, but thrice. thrice. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I know that Greg. Yeah. You didn't care for it that much. I, yeah. Not, not. I wasn't nuts about it. And guys, what I have to tell you is I am stuck very firmly between the two of you. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wanted so badly to like it. Oh, me too. Uh, because I love Force Awakens. Yeah. And now there was a lot about Force Awakens. Or there was some stuff about Force Awakens that I had to make a concerted Listen, effort. I mean, I turned a blind eye to some stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, and and it made me and and two two great returns. Yeah, it, it made me really love the movie, yeah. and it made it it made me able to um, continue my enthusiasm for Star yeah. Wars, yeah. which is something that if it ever died, I would just cease to exist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So this movie, I I went in with that same, with that same. Yeah. Uh, 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 desperate enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it doesn't make it easy. No. Right off the bat. <laughs> no. Uh, the the crawl is fucking great. It's super good. Uh, and and it feels Star Warsy. Yeah. And it's like ah. Oh, you... no, I was tingling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then uh, the movie uh starts with a prank call. <laughs> yeah. Um, and something that I didn't notice until uh, a good friend of mine, Wes, uh, who just hated this movie <laughs> vehemently, um, uh, mentioned that I didn't even notice it. They make a Yo Mama joke. Yeah. In Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Stay on course. Stay on target. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, you know what? I can forgive this because Oscar Isaac is a, gr- a pro Dameron is fucking great. Yeah. Like he's like this swashbuckling, yeah. uh, uh, wisecracking <laughs> yeah. guy. So it's like, okay, well, it's him. He's doing it. Uh, so, okay, that, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, and I was I was a little taken aback. Like I was like, all right, well, this isn't very funny, but whatever. Then I was like, oh, we're still doing it. We're still going. <laughs> oh, it's a long joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, joke is a strong word. <laughs> uh, now, to be fair, Donald Gleason is great at it. Yeah, like he does a great job at maintaining Hux. Um, because I think fucking Hux is a great character, mm. a fantastic Star Wars character, and. Honestly, the best villain that we have um, uh, in in the Star Wars world now. Um, Or, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, so it starts out with that and then goes into a fucking amazing battle. Brilliant. Yeah. Like, yeah. really love that that, that battle. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Great. I, like, then at that point, I'm like, oh, whatever the dumb joke is. Exactly. I was like, there's you know dumb what? dumb jokes in all the movies. That's yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there, there, there's a, enough clunky dialogue and stuff in the original yeah. Star Wars yeah, yeah, movies, yeah. but it's charming, so sure. I decided to find it charming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, as it goes on, you know, more and more characters are introduced and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, you, you, I guess you just be here now then. Um, and then every once in a while, there's a really Ryan Johnson-y shot, like a camera panning over and a, a very close up on a character's eye. Yeah. That's just very Ryan Johnson-y and very unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, all right, well, get your dick out of my Star Wars movie. <laughs> um, and from there... Uh, I found a, a lot of the time I was battling Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the, there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was in the movie, and I was like, I'm trying to watch the movie. Stop punching me, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Yeah. I paid money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I found he was in the way a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was a couple of things that um, that were unnecessary. And, uh, like, look. I like the porgs a lot. I'm like, look yeah. at these little fellas. Into the porgs. They literally serve zero purpose but to be adorable on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, they get into the ship, uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon, and, and then now they're just in there to be all over Chewie and to be adorable. Yeah. Also, Chewie does nothing in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, you know, Luke, okay, hey, want to see where the blue milk comes from? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. But not only that, I that also, face <laughs> I don't want him to make that weird. I don't want Luke to go like yeah, he might. Yeah, as, I drink it. Yeah, he might as well have said, "This is where the blue milk comes from." <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a couple of things where I was just like, "Yeah." When I when Dan and I talked about it, because uh, he did enjoy it a lot more than I did. Yeah. And what I was, my feeling was, I was like, I was liking a lot to it but when it came to the end when it came time to talk about it and because I right before recording I talked to about five or six people who like v- aggressively hated yeah. it right. which amped up my dislike of things and I just felt like there was like I had a nice balloon of happiness and there were little pinpricks constantly getting jutted into yeah. it releasing my ability to enjoy it yeah and that's how I've felt about every Star Wars movie <laughs> up <laughs> until recently right <laughs> and, and it's like it, you know and I'm not I don't have a canon problem with it like people are like, yeah. shouldn't be canon I'm like that's fine 
that it's yeah. canon. Why just, shouldn't it be canon? I don't know. <laughs> because yeah. people are fucking people are idiots. idiots. It yeah. seems like the people who are like, let's ruin Black Panther. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, seriously. What's oh, happening to you? Dude, how sad. Oh, that is the saddest yeah, thing. Seriously. Um, so, it, I, I, and, uh, so it's not that. I just, for me, like, I just... Like I wanted to like it, but just like like kind of as like as a movie, and I and I don't care if things are explained away. Like no, well this because of this, I just didn't enjoy what I was looking at. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for a lot of the scenes, like it just I, I just didn't work for me. Like I just didn't I just didn't like it. Um, <laughs> and it's not because it's like and it's it's beyond it being it was my Luke or whatever the yeah. shit. I do need to rewatch it because I've still only seen it the once. This but, is the thing. Like it just things just I don't know. Uh, there were scenes that weren't good. I, I was, also felt. A lot of that stuff, like when the movie started and we get past the crawl and that stuff is going on, I was like, this dialogue is not good. Yeah. Um, And it did take me a while to like get into like the feeling of it. And for me, the other viewings really smoothed that over. But I was also already leaning on the side of positivity about it as a whole where the stuff that that did irk me about it the first viewing i did kind of get over and enjoy but that but also like i don't expect that the people that hated it have to do that they could just continue mm. to hate it right like yeah, yeah. it's their opinion <laughs> but i don't hate it i don't think yeah. it's hate worthy no. it just has no problems and 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 that's the thing like i i got to a certain point in watching it and by it's the casino point yeah uh where uh i was like okay what he's trying to do is he's trying to, or not, he's what he's trying to do. Yeah. 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 Let me explain it to you. Yeah. Uh, what it feels like he's trying to do is um, marry the tone of the original trilogy yeah, the with prequels. the tone of the prequels. Yes, totally. Um, and, you know, uh, to be honest, I really feel like he did that. I feel like if that's what he was trying to do, he was successful. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know... Um, you got chocolate in my peanut butter, but instead of peanut butter, it's terrible movies. Um, That's interesting, though, because I, and maybe this is a part of my, you know, I don't know the prequels super well. Like, mm. seen two of them right. <laughs> and a long time ago and yeah. never revisited them. But to me, th- if there was, like, a ratio, it would be, like, 80 or not, 85% original trilogy and then, like, almost just barely any of the prequel like i don't even find that casino stuff outside of like the them running around on the like the chase monster things like that's the only thing and like i don't find when they go in the casino to me that feels like when they go into like the cantina or when they go into these places in the original trilogy where it's like fuck it like i watched jedi recently and i was like this is that shit to me, this is they go into a place and there's a bunch of goofy looking motherfuckers walking around. That's Star Wars to me. I don't yeah, feel like that was. But I feel like it was less play. I feel like all of the weirdness and the, the characters and stuff like that were played less for laughs than they are in like that little leprechaun guy. <laughs> yeah, with the coin thing. Yeah, yeah. cut yeah, it I, out, little I leprechaun man. I didn't care for that at all. The fuck out of here. And then make him can shoot coins. That was yeah. great. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, for, for, first of all, 
By the way, just uh, uh, something that that you said, Dan. I'm only ever calling horses chase monsters from now yeah. on. Yeah, um, we'll run around and chase leave those monsters kids behind. Yeah, fuck those kids. There was no <laughs> time for them to get those times. in yeah. that stable. <laughs> but let's let the chase monsters yeah. go. But anyway, I thought Benicio del Toro was fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait to see more from his character. Yeah. It wasn't like a Sophie's Choice where they looked at the kids no, and then looked at the monsters and were like, "This is gotta just, do this the is monsters." Just me getting <laughs> There was a lot of other stuff going on in this scene. (laughs) Honestly, that's me nitpicking and getting worked up after talking to people who hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and that's the, my my end result. I guess uh, I jumped on it because I hated the space horse chase monsters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not, I didn't yeah. like looking at them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't care m- much for them. I was like, and, and also, uh, fucking chill out with all of the creatures. There's just creatures that hang out in this movie. That's like Star Wars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about like alien guys or anything i'm talking about also like specific creatures i'm talking about yeah like the horses and the porgs and the the uh the other guys on the, the island the nuns little helpers. on the island and the um all his little Chris- maid service yeah. that he has in, in who, his exile who are just there to set up uh, alone, except for my personal helpers yeah <laughs> uh they they handle mostly yeah. uh, the sight gags in fucking jedi there's a little monster who keeps grabbing food and shit and it's like he yeah. doesn't exist for any reason except to be a fucking dumb punchline that goes on Forever. Who, Salacious Crumb? No, the little, like, there's like a little Muppet guy when they go into the, with the slave uh, Leia scene. And there's the little Muppet guy, the only thing he does for like 15 minutes of the movie is go, Dan, it's Salacious Crumb. Yeah, he, do- he doesn't do anything in that scene but be annoying. Um, yes. This is Star Wars. I, 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 and I'm not saying you're not allowed to dislike this because that exists, but mm. I just have dealt with so much of like, like over the years of me being like well that's a like that's star wars to me that's why part of the reason why i like this is because it has endeared me to the things like that where i'm like yeah it's just a dumb little monster who's there like that's when i watch the original trilogy i'm like there's lots of little guys and things and creatures running around that don't really serve any purpose and maybe there's too much of it in this movie i'm not my point isn't that you're not allowed to think that but i just Part of the reason, like, Greg getting talking to the people with negativity and getting very kind of, like, riled up about that, I get, like, riled up about the, like, but that's what this is when people make the, the arguments that I have made about Star Wars in the past, but now everybody has those arguments and it's, like, about this one. Right. And it just, it, it gets under my skin a little bit because I'm sure. like, I said that about the original and you for, thir- like, for 32 years of my life have told me, you're wrong, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think that that's necessarily wrong. And I definitely understand your point. I yeah. just think in this movie, it's, uh, upon initial watch, it's jarring. It's like yeah. uh, uh, jar jarring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's no. It, it's just kind of like oh, like why do there need to be like? Uh, I, I think the porgs are adorable little guys, and they feel really Star Warsy. Mm. Integrate them somehow. Well, yeah, because like Make... the Ewoks were adorable yeah. little cutesy things, but then they and then they kicked everybody's ass because yeah, they and were then awesome one of them little dies, fellas. And it's terrible. <laughs> it is horrible, and I'm still crying about it um, <laughs> on my insides. Yeah, um, yeah. But they, they were just like there. Like, yeah. they didn't do anything at all. Yeah. Like nothing. And there's and there's a lot of those where it's just kind of like, oh, why are you here? Uh, uh, do something. Yeah. Uh, and and the crystal foxes. I mean, they're there to show that. Oh, okay. Well, there's a way out of the thing. Yeah. Um. And and that's Which, fine and that's everything. Fine. But like, 
Yeah. But 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 I'm just kind of like mm-hmm. they're also like, hey, look at me, I'm a I'm a new Star Wars guy. I'm a little Star Wars. I'm a shiny Star I don't Wars. I remember that line guy. of dialogue. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> they they all said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars. Yeah. I'm a little Star Wars yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware that I'm in a Star Wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I but, don't uh, want a Star Wars where every every turn there isn't a new little guy. Why was there like a big tentacle monster in Force Awakens? It's just like another <laughs> big monster for them to uh, fight. Which tentacle? Guy. Where they go in, you guys don't even remember it. It's so forgettable. <laughs> oh, you mean the um, the, like when the... he's transferring all the monsters and it gets out and they're hiding under the ground. Oh, and oh it, the big the ball thing. Yeah. Damn it! Why can't I remember what they're called? I don't know. I've either. seen the movie. I've yeah. literally seen because the movie because there's a million things with a million yeah. names yeah. in Star Wars. Well, listen, but and those... the big giant rolling ball of teeth thing in Force Awakens is one of the things that I kind of went. Oh, this is not. Weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where I was kind of like. All right, we're doing this. Seems this. like something yeah. else. I'll just wait for this to be over. I'm just glad Han yeah. Solo's here. Yeah. Um, my what you know, one thing I find with the with our new Star Wars in general is I, I'm confused at their. It seems like intentional avoidance of, um, like emotions that they could really hit for you, like when Han dies. And they come back. Leia goes and hugs Ray, who she doesn't know. Yeah, and Chewie just not strolls Chewy. past. Yeah. Like, what in the sweet fuck? Are you kidding me? Yeah, the new kid. And then the same thing. Like, you didn't get like, all you get is a where's Han. You know, like there's these characters. Like they're they're so wound together, yeah. and we're we're killing them off. And there's no emotional. There's no mourning. Yeah. And it's a little. I find that frustrating in this new series that they they kind of just maybe we'll. It, 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 and it feels like they're just systematically killing off uh, the old characters yeah. with very little emotion, yeah. so that we can so that we can all just embrace the new characters. Yeah, and maybe that, that is maybe there's like a you know maybe if they make it too emotional that the old characters are dying, we'll start to realize oh the new characters uh, you know we don't love them as much as we love the old characters. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe there's something to that. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. I like the new characters. Characters just fine. I love the new yeah. characters. Really good. I thought yeah. this. St- I thought I was so worried about uh, Finn. Yeah. I was like, "What are you doing, Finn? No!" <laughs> and then Rose, the most annoying new character. Um, I love Rose. You uh, guys are wrong. Yeah, Move on. I, I was just like, "No, nah. <laughs> she, she, she's just she's a kind of a nothing character." But then I love that she she kind of like came in and she put a, a new a perspective on because one thing that I liked that this movie did was it played with like, well, "What's the force? What is?" Yeah. Uh, good and what is bad like mm. who's the bad guy who's the good guy yeah. um if the good guy's doing bad things and the bad guy is sometimes doing good things by killing snoke which is great because i hated that character <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but uh, but i really like that she came and put a fine point on it it's like no we're the good guys because we save what we love we don't kill what we hate yeah, yeah. Uh, and and i and i thought that that was such a wonderful point that's yeah and, and yeah, there's good stuff in this movie yeah there yeah. is and and, and my final sort of judgment on this movie is that you know what i wanted to love it so much and i tried and i tried and i tried and there's so much for me the uh to be a cranky old man about but yeah. in the end <laughs> i will watch this movie time and time again yeah and i think i will eventually grow to really love it as a star wars movie yeah mm-hmm. it's not like a prequel star wars movie where no. it's just like i you know it's not not a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and there's good things in it. And as much as I was frustrated with this is the Luke I waited 
what it was time for, and it wasn't really what I wanted to see. It's still interesting and good. I think Mark Hamill did a, a really nice job. Yeah, I think he really did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care for the dust off my shoulder thing. That felt out of place too. Yeah, it's like a little. There was a couple things in it's it. Like, don't that, do that, that in yeah. here, you know. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. I imagine yeah. we'll have Luke as a Force ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is great. Yeah, uh, because and I loved the inclusion of uh, of Yoda, which uh, which really felt like a device to make you kind of go, "Hey, remember how Yoda died? Remember that uh, mm-hmm. that you know Jedi die that way? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. they can totally come back and set things on yeah. fire. Yeah, uh, which which <laughs> you know, I yeah. <laughs> also, he controls the thunder and yeah, lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we hate books now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, may you ever read those books? They suck. But uh, you know what I love? I love that he was still a wacky little fellow. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that his Yeah, that was great that they, they, they really left behind uh, prequels uh, Yoda, who's yeah. uh, a bummer to me. Who's Yeah, because he's not a funny little fellow. He's no. like a very serious little Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying through the air, doing yeah. somersaults. Oh, yeah. that's so really dumb. twenty twenty years is all we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, uh, anyway, lunchbox Yoda. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah, but the, the the bottom line is, I will watch this movie over and over again. And much like you, Dan, um, Myos really loved it. Like yeah. she loved it. She mm-hmm. loved Force Awakens. Like I've shown her the the originals time and time again, and she likes them. And like she understands, you know, the the respect for them kind of thing. But she didn't grow up with them or anything, yeah, and yeah. they're not a huge part of her life or anything. But this is her Star Wars, and she really, really loves it. Mm. And if I can share that with my wife, and then share yeah, that with yeah. my kids, yep. that's, totally. then I'm a happy man. If I can yeah. share Star Wars in, in whatever capacity with my family, then I yeah. live in a world I want to live in. Yeah, mm. so, totally. Uh, that's nice. not overstating it too much <laughs> at all. <laughs> and, but sadly, it's not for yeah. me. Yeah. It's not overstating it. I'm so glad that you got to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And that was another thing was that I, I managed to avoid all of the major spoilers. Mm. Now, I had found out, you know, the Nerdist published uh, a thing that said, uh, find out how they recreated Yoda for the movie. And I'm yeah. like, well, I guess Yoda's in it. Yeah. And also, yeah. uh, I don't know, they uh, got Made the a puppet, puppet out of storage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. How will we do it? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, where did it go? Yeah. Where we put where we put that puppet? <laughs> well, there it is. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm going to watch this movie a hundred more times. How Yoda was recreated. First, we found the phone number of the man who had Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got it. And, but no, all was not well. We said, can we have our Yoda? And he said, ah, I'm busy right now. I can't talk. <laughs> so we had to wait 10 we, minutes. We had to wait 10 minutes. He called us back. We got our Yoda. We made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, did I cry when uh, when Luke died absolutely I did yeah uh, it, it was very emotional for me because you know I am Luke yeah uh, I, I've been you know I'm not Han no uh, I've uh, throughout my entire childhood throughout my entire life I am Luke and, well, uh, well, this is the thing. Like, when I became a teenager, I was like, I'm fucking solo right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, he's the coolest. But, like, I, you know, when I was a kid, anytime, you know, you'd run around with friends, and everyone wants to be Luke. My favorite toy was Luke. Yeah. And when I heard that they were making new Star Wars movies, all I could think of was, I'm going to see Luke Skywalker in a movie again. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been waiting for that. Free, and they're like, and Harrison Ford said yes to him. I'm like, oh, Han too? Cool. But I'm awesome. like, but I need yeah. to see Luke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, again, like, I need the continuation of my story. I need... Yeah. Uh, and 
I mean, it's also very hard to kind of go like, oh, Luke was going to kill a guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, all of it feels weird. Yeah, yeah but but I mean, eventually I'll 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 settle into it, and uh, and and you know what? I, I will say whether you liked it or or not, Brian Johnson really swung for the fences. He did, and some of these scenes are visually astounding. Yeah, yeah. I like his look for Star Wars. The the whole the salt. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Oh man! And wow. he really he also really did a lot of uh, like uh, of expanding what a Jedi can do. Yeah. Um. And you're like, okay, well, astral projection or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I, I could see how a Jedi could do that. So yeah. Fine. I'll be all right with it. Yeah. Now I, I kind of thought I was like, oh, it's going to be kind of like clever. Like we're going to find out that Luke, you know. <laughs> was dead for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. No, but like was already dead, you know, and he was a forest ghost yeah. who uh, who um, uh, Kylo Ren could see because of his Jedi training kind right. of thing. Um, but they sort of did that, but they did it in a much classier way mm-hmm. than than doing the, but he was already dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. here, I got just a question, and I'm not trying to nitpick here. I'm just confused. Yeah. So <laughs> I got a lot of nits on me. Yeah. So if you could nitpick, I'll nitpick a little bit. So he was like, oh, "I'm said to my force person there, I would get a haircut." <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I I I, I was like, there, there's uh, a, why did he why did he um why did he get that uh, that beard coloration <laughs> stuff? Yeah, yeah. What, he, what happened here? He yeah, is just presenting men. himself exactly as. Uh, Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren remembered him. Remembered sure. him. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I, yeah. I, I, I totally to pl- get that. Yeah, in yeah. order to play on his weakness, because he knows that's if he appears in that way, it'll make him the most angry. Yeah, uh, fair enough. And that's not that's really why my he question. doesn't have his robot hand as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Wait, no, he would have had the robot hand. He has yeah. he's had the robot hand since Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but yeah, no, he. Um, uh, I, I I totally get that, and and I really liked it. Honestly, I, I really liked that final showdown kind of thing. Yeah, super cool. Um, yeah. Um, but here's my real question. My real question is: <laughs> He went before he goes out there. He sends uh, Astral Luke to say what's up to Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and gives her Han's dice from the Falcon. Yeah. Are those ghost dice too? Then how does? <laughs> Um, and did the, when yes. he disappeared, did the did the dice disappear from her hand too? Like, oh, you burnt. Yeah. <laughs> Psych. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ghost jokes. I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, one one crazy big stumbling block. As long as we're dealing with yeah, those yeah. stumbling blocks, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that was really difficult for me was um, Super Leia. Yeah. <laughs> what? I loved it. No. Why not? No, because do it. That's fine. Show that Leia has some of the force in her, because mm-hmm, obviously yeah. she does. But um, her Mary Poppinsing yeah. gracefully through space is was a little much for me to take. Yeah. Uh, like I, I love Leia, and I love the dignity that uh, that she has as a general yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and that was just yeah. silly. I, as I loved it, and I teared up because. I wanted nothing more in that moment to see her come back to life yeah. <laughs> after real world things happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think uh, what I said to Dan in our uh, original review was uh, there are a lot of things that I like the themes of and yeah. what they were meant to represent. Yes, but I do not care for how they were delivered to me. I yeah. absolutely agree. Uh, uh, I I think that this movie tackled some really really interesting things, mm-hmm. but yeah, the execution was like. <laughs> 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 um uh yeah all right 
Yeah, Ky- Kylo Ren I have my, my problems with. I liked him in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, I'm like, he's just becoming more and more of a petulant little dick. Who are like, the security guard fellas in the red? Why are they so hard to beat? They're very, very difficult <laughs> very to, hard beat. to beat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the well, they're samurai to... or not samurai. Are they like are they are they like Sith apprentices? Are they are they the are they what's going on there? They must be It seemed like I mean, a little too hard to beat the henchmen. Yeah. Well, it was very difficult to beat them. It was extremely easy to kill Snoke, <laughs> who is uh, your dark master of all that is mysterious and everything, yeah, yeah. but he has no idea that you're about to fucking... <sighs> he cannot see... He has zero peripheral, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he cannot see what's going on right, right here. Next to his hip, yeah. Yeah. And and after he just like manipulated their minds and had, he set up their whole fucking I see I you. Didn't care for that. Where's your shirt stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it was I who created those nipples. For you to see. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to see the nipples. Did you, did you like them? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I was kind of like, okay, well, I, I, that was another thing that I was like, I don't know if I like this or not. But yeah. uh, but it's good enough. Yeah. yeah. And I found, like, the opposite of Greg. I found the the themes and the things that the movie was doing helped me get over the stuff that I was feeling nitpicky about. Yeah. Which is why when I watched it the second time, I was really, like, fully on board from the beginning. And I really think... And it was a that movie that the more I thought about and the more I thought about the themes and the more I thought about what it was ultimately trying to say as a whole is more when I was able to get over like the, the, the weird stuff and like the bad dialogue and yeah. the stuff that to me has been a negative of Star Wars where I go back and I watch the original movies and I'm like, I know you guys have seen these for like a million times over 30 years or whatever, but like there's some dumb bad shit in these movies. <laughs> and and this movie having the stuff that it does has helped me get over that to the point where I can go back and watch the original trilogy now and I like it more because now I'm like able to engage with it on the level that it's meant to be which is right. it's just a silly space opera with lots yeah. of fun creatures and I can yeah. watch it I don't have to be like why do you think this is perfect because it's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like none of them are for me yeah yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough yeah so so yeah bottom line is uh, I I choose to love it because I still want to love Star Wars and yeah. I could hate it but I don't but I feel like if I did decide to hate it or if I did just hate it uh that a part of me would die that I don't want to <laughs> yeah. Well listen and I didn't I didn't hate it either I yeah. just I was disappointed with a lot of it but still even with that where I where we wound up at the end I'm like well I'm super curious to see the next one Yeah yeah like it's cuz this I was like Finally, a fucking Star Wars movie that did not have a Death Star in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. That's that was really cool. that was so <laughs> happy about that. And it doesn't seem like we're leading towards one either. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, and it, it does. It has a, th- a lot of things that mirror uh, Empire, just like Force Awakens yeah. mirrored a New Hope. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we leave on a very like, wow, everyone things pretty fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, that's interesting, and I, I it, it's it's quite a. Uh, uh, quite a scenario to write your way out of. Yeah, yeah. For a final film, like there's, there's, it's a pretty hefty order he's <laughs> served I, up. I uh, was talking to Myers about it uh, when the movie was done, and talking about how, uh, y- you know, because you're like, well, are they going to kill Leia? Um, are they going to kill Leia off in this movie? Because if they do, it's going to really feel like 
hey, we killed off Leia because we had to. Yeah. You know, like it's going to really f- be noticeable kind of thing. Um, and, and I was like, so I'm glad that they didn't. I'm glad yeah. that, that mm-hmm. you know, they're going to deal with that somehow in the next movie. Yeah. And it's go- it's probably going to be in a very tasteful, understated way. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully um, it's not in the way like they did with Rogue One and it's recreating digitally people yeah. that are dead. I, yeah, yeah, I can't you. see no, them doing that. I'm not, not going to be okay with that. No, but, but, don't do that. But a way this movie dropped the ball on that uh, by glossing too much over it was that they were like, hey, the bridge exploded. Admiral Akbar's dead. Everybody, anyway, let's uh, keep going. I'm like, everybody loves Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Don't just go, yeah, he's fucking dead, too. Yeah, so yeah, let's. There's, yeah, uh, there's a lack of emotion. And yeah. these, uh, they're, just, they're <laughs> yeah. really steering away from it. Um, now, now, granted, like, if they had have made a big point of going, Admiral Akbar's dead, it would have, again, called to mind too much the fact that the actor himself is dead. Yeah. Right. Um, so they sort I guess they sort of had to do that, but. I was kind of like, oh, come on, let's have a let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, oh, and my final thing, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe upon a second watch or something, I'll find something about Laura Dern's character that's uh, remotely interesting. Mm. But uh, wow, is she ever there to just be like, "Hi guys, I'm uh, I'm uh, I represent the uh, wet blanket of the, uh, the rebellion. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm here too." <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, make her cool. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. All right, Star yep. Wars. Yep. There you go. Toxic shark. Oh, man. A toxic shark, you say? Yeah. Spitting on you. Spitting on you. Oh, guys. Toxic shark. Getting out of the water. Yeah. yeah. No. No. No? Here's... He just spits out of the water. Did yeah, he make you'll that find sign? out. <laughs> There's a way that this monster can get at you from from In the water with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no change shark you're like i was having this dream where i was gonna fuck this shark <laughs> and then he uh then he spit at me yeah. and uh and it was on yeah because <laughs> that's my jam toxic shark from last year directed by cole sharp this vacation really <laughs> bites <laughs> by a cold shark. By cold a shark. Sh- cold shark. Only a man, not a shark. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. All the people in this movie were just sharks. <laughs> and it was a guy in the water who was murdering <laughs> people. <laughs> Kept spitting on sharks. <laughs> um, sharks have very specific fears about yeah. humans. <laughs> a tropical singles retreat takes a terrifying turn when guests realize a poisonous shark is infesting the surrounding water. Not only will it rip apart its victims, this shark is poison, <laughs> but it also uses projectile acid to hunt in and out of the water. <laughs> oh, oh! I totally forgot to tell you. You know what I realized? <laughs> I was walking out the other day. I was like, "Oh, shark's poison." <laughs> Is, uh, do you guys know that the shark's poisonous? <laughs> oh, it's a poison shark. I oh. hate those. Yeah. God. Oh, hey, poisonous coal shark. I yeah. didn't even realize it was poisonous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Something about the word realize that makes me really happy. Me. <laughs> do you realize how poisonous the shark is? <laughs> Until you uh, said something. I was just thinking <laughs> <laughs> about poison and then about sharks. So I put the two together. Put, the shark is poisonous. Put the two together. Poison. Realization. <laughs> poison shark. Yeah. 
that oh. was more fun mm. than the movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie stars a bunch of idiots that can't act. <laughs> uh, that that the kind of people you'd see in a sci-fi movie of the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for These the sci-fi shark channel, movies, they'll have the same horrible people. Um, it also features so much dubbed dialogue that I oh. thought. Like what's it, I couldn't figure out if like is this just one of those movies where they were like we're not gonna shoot with sound I guess and we'll dub it all over <laughs> later but it, it's very uh, off putting the, yeah. the dialogue and the way it sounds um, sweet it's, it's weird uh, so this is a sci fi movie of the week kind of thing um, I think uh, it's garbage <laughs> and it's uh, about this this guy who goes to a singles retreat. Um, to get away from his ex, but then wouldn't you know it, his ex had the same idea. Oh man, we gotta hang out with each other at this singles shark. This singles place. This shark. This singles shark. But now, are you going to the singles shark? Now there's a fucking shark here. I just realized my ex girlfriend's here too, and I think she She's might be poisonous. The first thing that happens in this movie made me laugh really hard, which is these two terrible actors are driving like ATVs around on the beach, and they're like. Doing that thing where they have to pretend like they're excited, like "Wahoo, yeah, Woo! yeah, let's wow, let's go, yeah." And they stop, and they're like, "We should get back because it's time to go back." And they're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And then the guy's like, "One more round," as if it was like a sport or something that they were yeah. doing. And then he goes, "Hey, look at this." And he drives it straight into a barrel and then flips over. <laughs> and, I, and and he goes, wah! <laughs> and it's so funny the way that he is very excitedly calling her at her to check out this thing he's about to do. That I don't know what it was. He, he wasn't trying yeah, to do a yeah. trick. He just barrels it into an obstacle and flats, flat out die, like flam, slams on his face into the water. Um, and then a shark eats him. Um, and then they, or they, they, the, the water comes and they get like swept out, and you don't really know if they've been eaten by a shark or not. Actually, no. And then a shark jumps. And there's so many <laughs> things in this movie where, and then a shark popped out yeah. in the most unrealistic CGI way, where you're like, how did, they, how did it have that much momentum from that small amount of water? Yeah. This like you know like knee level water, and you have this huge shark shooting out into the air, doing a backflip and eating somebody. It just looks terrible. Wonderful. Um, but basically, yeah, they're at like this singles resort, and it's the Jaws thing where the at the beginning of the movie, this guy's like, your singles resort is in danger because you need to test the water because people have been getting hurt from the water. Here's a testing pack, and I'm leaving. And then the guy who owns the <laughs> resort is like, ah, ah, and throws the testing pack away. Very so you're good. like, obviously, there's something wrong with the water. People have been complaining. It's probably not related to a shark. That is toxic, but it is. Uh, and so these dumb idiots are there, and the shark starts killing people in really dumb ways that look awful. Um, <laughs> and here's the kicker. So the first few kills are pretty normal, and then eventually they start showing you that it has this, like, kind of... It's hard to get a good look at it in the movie, but it has this just, like, periscope thing on the top of his head that just shoots, that just, like, sticks up and points out, like, on the top of his head. Like a, right forward, like, a, like an eye on it, like with a little hole, <clears throat> and uh, it shoots green goo out, oh. and it sprays all over people. And for the first few kills, it's not really used, and then it starts coming out and shooting people, and then you realize, hold on to your fucking butts. Okay. Not only is this a really bad shark movie, yeah, it's also a 
terrible zombie movie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my no. god! Because the goo turns people into zombies, and then they're running around. Oh my god! Do and they act like sharks. That <laughs> <laughs> no, they act um, like dumb zombies, and it's not anywhere near as fun as you might think. Yeah, because I'm be. thinking yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, because I mean, like I, I'm a big fan of uh, of a monster movie where there's a couple things going on. Yeah, like, yeah. I love Night of the Creeps because it's like ah. Little slugs want to get up inside your this face. This is only and then... marginally worse than that. The Night of the Creeps? Yeah, no, this is Night just a little bit of best. a step down from there. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. uh, Are there any little uh, adorable alien butts? No. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing Night yeah. of the Creeps has. I like that's a, another reason why that movie's so erotic. I like a monster yeah. movie where there's a couple things going on and a few butts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple of butts. Yeah, you know, yeah they just butt. turn into, like, you've painted them gray. They look shitty people yeah. running around. Yeah. And it's so boring. Do they spit on people, too? Not that I recall. Jesus. This movie gets very hazy yeah, <laughs> for yeah, me yeah, where, yeah. where I remember a lot more of the match three gem game I was playing yeah, while the second yeah. half of this movie was on. <laughs> and I was like, How'd you do? I did really well. Good. What was your score? <laughs> uh, millions of points. Mm. Um, yeah, and then like eventually they kill the, the thing at the end of the movie by shooting a flare in its mouth and then it blows up, which I feel like eight eight shark yeah. movies end that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is some nudity. laughs. <laughs> there's some <laughs> nudity. No, there's some laughs that like you'll get out of these kind of movies. Like, like this movie is exactly what you think it is. It's another terrible CGI shark movie yeah. that you've seen a million of, and they really go for comedy. And so nobody... it's really sharknadoing it up. Yeah, but it's like a... I feel like it's even worse than those. Although those have more of an exploitative like isn't it fucked up that it's a tornado that threat and i'm gonna chainsaw them and ha- like that one feels like it's trying to go for those like fake genre things this one feels a little bit more like let's make a zombie movie and also a shark movie and we'll find a way to make them both yep. and it feels like guess in a way more honest than that like like a sharknado kind of thing or like a shark tarantula like those really fucking crazy ones it doesn't feel like that it just feels like here's a bunch of people that can't act, sometimes hilariously so, doing dumb things, and eventually a CGI shark will jump out and do something dumb and rinse and repeat. Is there a spider shark movie? I think I think there's Lavalantula. I know that. Hmm. So no spider tarantula. shark, though? I don't think so. Right. Claiming well, that's my intellectual property yeah. claiming right now. Uh, there's a four-headed shark attack now, or something. Yes, I know <laughs> there's that. Now, Lavalantula, is that a cross between a tarantula and, and a, a volcano microphone? <laughs> <laughs> and a lavalier? <laughs> yeah. No. It's a tarantula you can wear on your lapel. Yeah. No, it's a cross with a uh, lava lamp. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's only interesting if you're stoned. Yeah. Oh, man, look at that spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just like there's a lot of like, like dumb chasing around of the shark I mean, of the yeah. people by those like infected people. Yeah. It's just a lot of like padding they trying out to, like, with, like dumb horde the people out like uh, herd them towards the shark or something. Nah. Yeah, uh, like what, do they explain the science of how why the shark, the shark wants them to be zombies? It's it's or did he want them? Did he not want them to be? Was he like what have I done? <laughs> it's it's a little bit more of like now we got two things to deal with. These guys and the shark, and we're running around the shark. And the shark does, like, it doesn't, like, 
the the way the the, the write up makes you think it's like it's going to get up and walk around or yeah. whatever, but it does do the thing where like it jumps really far out of the water and grabs somebody and then somehow slides back to the water right. like, in a really dumb way. Yep. Yeah, it's just stupid. Like there's some fun to be had, but it's another one of these movies. Yep. Full stop. Fair enough. Yeah. So that is Toxic Shark. Wonderbar. Um, Casey, you gave us an album. I remember. I Tell did. us about it. Well, I was looking through uh, uh, terrible albums to give you. Yeah. And I really wanted to punish you with something real, real bad. Yeah. Uh, and then I came across something that was too interesting not to give you. I mm-hmm. uh, can't say it's, it was bad because yeah. I hadn't listened to it. Mm-hmm. But it was Philip... Uh, well, what does he call himself now? Philip H. Anselmo. Yeah. Um, uh, it was Phil Anselmo, which I was like, that's good. Mm-hmm. Pantera's great. Yeah. Uh, and if he's got a new band, uh, you know, pr- chances are he's older now. He's mellowed out a lot, to <laughs> <laughs> assume. Yeah. Uh, so it's Phil Anselmo with his band, The Illegals. Yeah. That's funny that you thought that. <laughs> uh, I did not think that. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, I-, I don't know, maybe he's doing, trying something new kind of thing. And uh, so I was like, well, let's uh, let's all check this out together. Yeah. yeah. So I did check out this album as well. Yeah. So it's Philip H. Anselmo and the Illegals. The yeah. H is for happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Choosing mental <laughs> illness as for... a virtue. Hey, guys. Is the name of the album. <laughs> yeah. From 2017 or is this 2018? No, it just, 2018. just came out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It um, wasn't even on Spotify the night Casey gave it to us. Oh, but then it was. A day or two later, yeah. Um, so I we'll never listen really to listened to a lot of Pantera. Interesting. I like, I well, like, I have listened to multiple of their albums on yeah. many, on multiple occasions, not many, but they were never a band where I, like, super got into them. Right. I like them. I just don't really, I never really got into them to the point where I now I know them a lot. Yeah. So it was always just like, this is like, some of this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they're not some band that I'm super familiar with. Right. So yeah. I didn't even realize when you said who this yeah. was that I was like, oh, that must yeah. be the guy from it. I was yeah, just yeah. like, okay, a guy. I super got into them. Yeah, <laughs> no, I uh, I had two I had two distinct Pantera phases. Um, I'm not the be all and Pant- end all of Pantera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like you know, uh, but I, I've I've really spent some time with some Pantera. Yeah, and I followed Phil's post Pantera career a bit. I wasn't into Down. Uh, down's a little more like kind of kind of stays the, the, doing the groove metal thing that Pantera I guess created. Yeah. Uh, but then he did. He was in this band playing guitar called Arson Anthem, and it's really oh filthy. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's super filthy shit. It mm. was. I was like, this is really subversive and really good. It's not the best. Phil yeah. didn't sing on it at all. He just played guitar. But it was really, 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 really dirty, gross guitar. And I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah. And Pantera was, like, before, he wasn't the original singer. Um, this guy, something like Terry Glaze or something like that. Blaze Glaze, I don't remember. He, been, they were like a Terry hair Blaze. metal band. Baked Glaze. Yeah, like yeah. Dimebag Daryl was called Diamond Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was up until, I think, I think, Far Beyond Driven? Maybe it was the first album? Or I don't remember I, I what, I what album it was, but I... I or I, Southern Turnkill, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so they were like a hair metal band, and then they wanted a slightly heavier sound, so they fired the one guy, or he left, I don't know, and they brought in Phil, <clears throat> and even the first album with Phil is still pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, he hadn't really found his voice What's yet. the first one with him? Uh, um, I don't even... Power Metal? Okay. Power Metal. Uh, 1988, I want to say. Um... And then 
But Phil was a much more heavy metal dude than the rest of the guys were and really brought in this more aggressive approach. Cowboys from Hell is like... It's a classic, but it's I, it's a little dated. Yeah. But that's you, the you, I think that's the first one on Spotify. They don't really go any. No, they kind of they, they kind of like this is where we really yeah. begin. And like it's got great moments and stuff and some cool shit. But then it's the next album, Vulgar Display of Power, which was just like they they almost stole Metallica's thunder with that album. Uh, the riff from Walk just like came in and was like, everybody get out of the fucking way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that, it's and it is really the shape of things to come. Yeah, uh, where metal's gonna go. Like a lot of it has to do with what happens with Pantera for a couple of years. There's a sparsity in in the uh, the production of that album, mm. that whole album. That's or a clarity of uh, uh, that's that I re- actually really like. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's uh, something about the guitars on that album that I'm not 100 percent on the production. I, I find I every time I kind of like, and I, I get why it could be gross because again, everything is very separate and and uh, audible. Yeah, uh, but, but that, I like, like that because it, buzzsaw. It, it, yeah. Like, yeah, which I kind of like. Oh, yeah. There's like a cleanliness to to the production that's uh, that makes like the intensity of it uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, um, and the band just they there there's this push into more extreme metal, and they get heavier and heavier as albums goes. Far Beyond Driven's a bit of a misstep, and just that it's uneven. And then Southern Trendkill is a fantastic return, even though the band fucking hated each other at that point because Phil was a, addicted to heroin and mm-hmm. what they recorded separately for that album, but it doesn't matter because it really came together. And then uh, Reinventing the Steel, uh, I guess it's too late for them to really make an impact, but it was kind of cool in the early 2000s. They made kind of a straight-up fucking metal record, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> quite like it. And then, <clears throat> anyway, so Phil's solo shit, down is not super heavy or a huge departure from Pantera, but then Arson Anthem gets really filthy, and then he started popping up on like some EPs with a couple other bands and stuff like that. And uh, I had the first uh, Illegals album, yeah, uh, and it's good. It's not great, but it's it's really going further and further. Well, where Phil's voice, he's really stretched it out. I mean, he's not just doing the Pantera thing. He's really. Yeah leaned further and further into the, the extreme metal stuff yeah. his lows are really low and he's got some cool squealy yeah. highs and it's and it, it is it's not it's not commercial metal anymore no. at all um, where you know he was part of creating the commercial metal i mean commercial legitimate metal yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and it's pretty subversive shit so this is yeah. i feel for me anyway this is capitalizing on that and this mm-hmm. is like the promise of what uh walk through exits only was and this is this band is really together now and it feels tighter and uh it yeah it's a full band and it's, yeah. it's this is dark uh extreme yeah. metal not in a like a you know corn like dressed no, up no, crazy no, no, we no. don't look at it up. I'm no, a no. maniac when but i play guitar yeah. they do they just do really like it's double kick it's yeah. really really gross and, and they, it's it's very uh uh it's very mindfully inaccessible. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so coming. Sorry, to... I mean it sounds like an inaccess record. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I so coming to this record, not really being a huge Pantera guy, yeah. I found it really interesting because I like this record a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, it's really cool. It's yeah. awesome, and I want to spend more time with it. But the thing that I really liked about this record, and from my minimal you know, time with some Pantera records. Yeah. It's really got this cool thing where exactly what you were saying, Greg, like the, like this, this is taking stuff from that kind of thing that Pantera was doing, but then it's like 
taking the like a lot of like modern sound but but it, the interesting thing about this record is that it takes all these kind of different genres of modern extreme you know aggressive metal hardcore like grindcore power violence and then also bringing in that kind of feeling that i can get from my minimal experience but Pant- from pantera so it's like you're hearing like this kind of sounds like napalm death and like this mm-hmm. kind of sounds like i wrote down like there's some like carcass on here yeah, yeah. but then like you're i'm i'm listening to it and i'm like but I also hear like modern bands like Converge and Dillinger Escape Plan. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. There's like that kind of progressive experimental moments, but it's really in the like box of aggressive, like grindcore aggressive pirate. Yeah. Like there's that kind of like when he does the stuff with his voice, where he's like, Bleh! like yeah. he really gets to there. Oh yeah. Um, but it's just so interesting to hear, you know, elements of these like. Like, cause when I say like progressive and experimental, it's like it's not like this album goes off on like journeys of no, noise it, or whatever. It, it but there's a couple different. But uh, there's these things going on where you're like, whoa, it's really neat to hear that kind of a metal sound or that kind of a metal song structure or moment. But then I'm like hearing it as if like agoraphobic nosebleed was like playing it or something like yeah, a yeah. really really and aggressive. And it's produced. It, it has the right production for what it is. Yeah, like, it sounds like underground metal. Yeah, uh, the way underground metal is always yeah. sounded. I'm just I was it's, it's this album is violent and angry and yeah. it points a finger at people yeah and i'm like and i you know when i finished listening i'm like ah yeah. you know what good for phil he sounds happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like he got right to he finally ground he uh, you know uh, a guy who started like almost at the top yeah. and had to grind his way down into metal subgenres yeah. and just delivered a straight up great fucking dark yeah it's really cool metal album. Yeah. yeah the entire time listening to this album and in the best way possible, in the most complimentary way, I, I kept thinking, wow, this album really wants me to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, because it'll just be like, uh, it'll be like, we're doing this rhythm now. <laughs> fuck you, now we're doing this. Yeah. But even like from a perspective of like the, what I could hear of the lyrics and, mm. and, and the topics and stuff. It feels like a like like a really violent like a like pointing fingers at at things, but in in an almost like like not wounded or open way. But there's this this like honesty and this like openness to to some of this. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're some saying. Some of the to, to some of the point where I was like thinking, I wonder what some of these songs are saying, and should I be like trying to pay more attention to them to figure out like. Yeah. Should I agree with what he's? I don't know what he's saying, so maybe he could be saying like I love Trump. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like some of it is obscured. But yeah. well, when I did hear the lyrics and when I did pay attention, there was a lot. Like the song, the album's called "Mental Choosing Mental Illness as a Virtue." There, there does seem to be so, a, a lot of these songs that are angry, but like in a way that is cathartic. oddly cathartic and yep. inviting, yeah. and, yep. and in like like this is what's going on in my fucked up mind, and yep. like fuck you, like listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I really has always been like the best that. at. You yeah, know, or is a great tool for either either to express yourself when you're yeah. creating the music, or as a listener to, you know, relieve tension. Yeah, I really like this. Yeah, uh, and I will uh, for you, Dan. Maybe this will be good for you, and then uh, for our uh, <coughs> Patreon listeners yeah. as well. I've uh, put together a introduction to Phil Sweet. playlist, uh, a bunch of Pantera and yeah. side projects from him. That I'll drop. On I want to hear that in the Slack channel yeah. uh, this evening yeah. for listeners. Yeah, because I tried Wednesday to go. Night. I went and I listened to Vulgar Display again and a yeah. couple albums from that era, and I was like, "Yeah, I like this, but I just haven't got there yet." Yeah, sure. When then I listened to this, and I was like, "This is so in my wheelhouse. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I really yeah. like this." Yeah, this is a really cool album. It, this could potentially be an album that if I 
continue to grow with over the year. It could be a year-end contender for me. I would say so myself. Yeah. 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 It's just great. So thank you. Yeah. Because I probably wouldn't have listened to this. I wouldn't have even known it was something to yeah, be. Yeah, that's super cool. This yeah. is a great pick. Totally. I didn't know it was out either. And I, yeah, I had no idea it was coming. Uh, um, just as a complete non sequitur, I was just checking Twitter real quickly. And I think everybody knows Megan Amram is probably one of the best things mm-hmm. uh, about Twitter. Yeah. And <laughs> I just have to read this joke out because it's fucking brilliant. Uh, Megan Amram writes. They call me the Dow Jones because I just went down on like a million guys and I don't really understand why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's so good. Yeah. She's so funny. So I get to give you guys an album. Yes. And I I got into this um, record a lot and and I've done a a lot of stuff on the show where I really like to give you guys records I love and it's yeah. thinking about so we can shit all yeah, over them. thinking about how it's been a while since I did that yeah. so I was like okay well I really liked the Converge album from last year and Dillinger Escape Plan have some recent stuff that I've really dug and I was yeah, trying to their think their last like, couple albums were fucking so good dynamite what Son of Us is the Killer oh my god Boy, so good. A good I love that album yeah so I was like, where could I go from what here? A great name for an album, too. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. No, it's so good. Listen to that album. Yeah. Um, like, where could I go here from aggressive music? And then I was like, fuck that. I'm giving you guys something shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, the last thing I think I gave you was like a washed up record from Ringo Starr or one of, one of the yes, last things I gave I you. Yeah. So I, got, I had some washed up picks here that I wanted to figure out mm. what I could do. And I've got three here. I'm trying to decide. I, so I... I don't. There's one that is, I think, too close to that kind of album. So I'm gonna give you guys something that I guess I can kind of relate to this aggressive music discussion. Because I was gonna give you guys the new Morrissey album, and it sounds so bad, and Casey would be so mad. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I would quit. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, straight up, Mike Love has a, a an album, and I, and I love the Beach Boys, and I don't like Mike Love, and it sounds really bad too. But what I'm gonna give you, I thought Greg was gonna whip this out the the other day on punishment album time but fish deck yeah yeah um profits of rage oh you guys heard wow. this record yet no no of course i, heard, I haven't i heard the song yeah i've not heard the song so it here's a good. bunch of dudes who were in seminal bands and now are in this garbage band yeah. <laughs> and it's like i've seen all of these guys in their bands separately i've yeah. seen public enemy live more than once I've seen Cypress Hill live yeah. more than once. Rage Against the Machine. I've seen Rage Against the Machine more than once as well. Yeah. Uh, and amazing. Yeah. And they were uh, either politically and socially conscious or yeah. just a great fucking time with some social yeah. commentary. All of them, like, w- their peak moments were, were great. incredible. Yeah, totally. Uh, and Public Enemy being one of my all-time favorite groups yeah. in ever in my life. And here's maybe one of the low points from all cur- All of them together <laughs> having an embarrassing... I listened to a couple, and I was just like, this is it's not good. so shitty. Yeah, so... And I'd- it's like... I, and it just... Yeah. The lead, what was the lead single? Unfuck the World. Yeah. That's about, the, <laughs> that's about the level you could expect. So I hope you guys love it. Prophets yeah. of Rage their album whatever it's called it might just this, be called man. prophets this is of rage bum me out. yeah, yeah. This is chuck d is my favorite mc i know yeah it's painful it's not uh have fun okay. prophets of rage yeah <laughs> rolling uh, time yeah let's uh, just yeah, do that yeah, then roll. i'm gonna roll first okay oh, winner's choice again winner's yeah choice versus again. the theater loser yeah yeah it's been a while since something bad enough yeah someone has to go see you could say it's a climax. You could say 
It's a climax. Yeah. You can they say, say it's a climax. Yeah. This is the movie where everybody comes. Yeah. This is where you can say. Fifty Shades Freed. Yep. Yeah. Casey saw the first one. Yeah. Yes. I saw the second one. I saw none of them. Mm-hmm. Until now. <laughs> It'd be nice if that's how everything rolled out. I know. Yeah. All right. Casey, roll the two. Two. All right. Here we go. Oh, God. Huh? I'm rolling. Two, one. Oh, it's a, a two. two as well. Oh, shit. Okay, I gotta beat a two. Yeah. So you guys can have a roll off. That's so a one. Holy shit, you didn't you did do it. it. Now you get to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wow. Remember, that was remember crazy. how before we started, you said, I kind of hope I lose so yeah. that I can yeah. go see the climax movie? <sighs> remember the other bitch. week where you said that somebody who wasn't you said that I was gonna lose and then it made you lose and now you said I was gonna lose and it made him lose this is the reverse thing if I say I don't wanna lose I lose if somebody else says you're gonna lose they lose (laughs) or somebody else that's not me this is a very confusing curse so I don't feel good enjoy Fifty Shades Freed let us know how the climax is (laughs) fuck (laughs) so next week let us know if you jerk it in the theater yeah (laughs) been so good of Dan Wen. <laughs> yeah, it would be <laughs> a real. Just drop into this thing. A real nice closure. Fuck. Yeah. So Stupid enjoy it. Dice. Be a yeah. real nice climax. Yeah. I bet you wish that dice had just disappeared oh all of a sudden, God. too. <laughs> uh, so next week, Fifty Shades Freed. Casey and I will watch whatever we want. We will talk about the Prophets of Rage album that maybe I'll give a spin or two to. Uh, spin two to. As always, you can find us online, info at modernsuperior.com. If you want to email us, rate and review us on iTunes, Facebook, Mm -hmm. and Twitter, Mm S-Y-N-W-P-C, and uh, modernsuperior.com. Get into the Patreon, and you will be able to listen to us talk about uh, all the movie trailers this week. And a funny story from Greg. Yeah. So, goodbye, as always. We will see you next Wednesday. Um, There's a climax at the end of Fifty Shades Freed. (laughs) Fifty. This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.